Hey, how's it going, listener? Thank you for pressing play. And boy, you picked a great packed show on this episode of the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Marvel drops a new trailer for Avengers Infinity War. Black Panther cracks a billion dollars at the box office. We got set photo reveals from X-Men Dark Phoenix and Shazam movies. Nick Cage finally gets to play Superman and Netflix gives Rob Liefeld a lot of money for his extreme universe. Wowie zowie! Plus, we got a huge listener mailbag and being a listener of this show finally pays off as we have a special offer just for you from Marvel and Stitcher to check out Marvel's first ever podcast. Geek Boner. Oh, yeah. It's legit, y'all. All that and more in this edition of the Jog and Nerd Weekly for Friday, March 16th, 2018. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jog and be nerded. Be funny. Disturb it. Jog and be nerded. What's up, listener? How's it going? Welcome straight out of your mom's basement. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. <laughs> Jock and Nerd. That's a good place to be. It's a good place to be, dude. It's warm and cozy. There's always fresh lasagna upstairs. Fresh food. Don't have to worry about laundry. There's a, uh, Somebody replaces the toilet paper roll magically. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. And he is the rug boy, America's favorite felty American, a puppet who just wants to make puppets great again, rugs. How's that campaign going? Uh, it's going great. You made hats yet? You need it's hats. It's Mappa. Yeah, right? Mappa. Make puppets. Ma- no, it's Mappa. It's Mapka. <laughs> Mapka. Is that like puppets? Great again. Is that the guy who was the uh, Johnny from Karate Kid? No, no, that's Mip- Nambla. Mipka. No, that's something Mip- else. Mapipka. Some Polish last name. Hey, if you're a first-time listener, thanks for checking us out. This is the Jock and Nerd Podcast, also known as the Cock and Turd Podcast. Oh, yeah. I remember those days. Oh. Also known as the Empire of Stupidity. Uh, also sometimes known as a French podcast about a guy named Jacques and his nerd buddy. Uh, no, it's not no. the Jacques and Nerd podcast. <laughs> Although the nerd sounds like the word for shit in French, which is merde. That makes more sense. So you have the Jacques and Mild podcast. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's not what we do here. What we do here is give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news reviews and whatever we choose every week. Subscribe to the show. Check out the show notes. Jockander.com slash 212 for everything we talk about. And we're going to have a lot of things in this episode. We got trailers. We got set photos. We have tons of feedback and a huge listener mailbag section. But we're going to kick it all off, listener, with, oh, my God, get excited. Geek we have a legit deal, a special offer for you, listener. This is legit. This is like on all those, like, quote, unquote, mainstream podcasts. You hear this type of shit. I never thought we'd be doing it here. We made it, kid. We made it. <laughs> we are big time. What the offer is coming to us from the fine folks at Stitcher, which is a podcast app, which you can find the show on. They reached out. And offered us a code for you, the listener, to get Stitcher Premium 
free for one month. All you got to do is go to stitcher.com slash premium, enter the promo code nerd. You get one month free a Stitcher premium. Now you may be asking, why the fuck do I want to listen to Stitcher premium? They probably have really cool podcasts. They do. Especially premiums. Yes. It is the best thing ever. The tab of the podcast. Here's why you want to listen. Marvel's very first audio drama podcast in conjunction made by Stitcher and Marvel just released on Stitcher premium. It's called Wolverine. The long night. Uh, It's a 10 episode podcast. They're like half hour episodes. They drop every Monday. Uh, And uh, their show description is following a string of mysterious deaths in Burns, Alaska, special agent Sally Pierce and Tad Marshall arrive to investigate. They soon find out there's more than meets the eye. Uh, I'll tell you this, this uh, they got a guy playing Richard Armitage as Wolverine. So listener, I did this. I signed up. I used the promo code nerd. Sure enough, gave me a free month and I've listened to the first two episodes. There's even an after show. And I'll tell you what, it's not bad. I'm kind of hooked. It's got me in. Uh, it's really well produced. It's very atmospheric. It's like listening to like, it's like an audio book version of a comic book, uh, but it's well written. And it's, it's, it's kind of starts out like a horror movie. There's like a death on this boat. Everyone slash nine people are dead. Summarize him run. But it's a, okay. Look, it's kind of thing. Yeah, where you're in, let them listen to it. Yeah, no, dude, it's great. Don't, don't tell Jesus. people what this happened. Is, uh, I'm just telling you the setup. Look, it's the kind of it's the kind of story where you can't trust anyone. You don't know who to trust. The guy playing Wolverine's great. And here's the best thing: they constantly mention like how short and squat and smelly he is. Like I love this. We're getting a short Wolverine. They even give you his gene uh, size, waist, and inseam. Do you want to know? Can you guess what it is? Thirty-two. 24. Oh, oh, no. You know what? You were so close. It's 32, 26. Oh, you mm. motherfucker. Is, so you're like, yeah, that's Wolverine. That's my, like, pretty much my dimension. <laughs> that's Wolverine. Imran, so, uh, yeah. let, let, me, let me just say yeah. this. Premium. That means you got to fucking pay for it, right? Get it for free. Correct. But with us, you yes. get it for free. All you got to do is type in nerd. Stitcher.com slash premium and Correct. type in the promo code nerd and you get this shit for free. We're doing you a fucking solid. So get on Stitcher Premium and listen to all their awesome shit for free for a month. And maybe you'll like it and, and start paying for it. I think that's all we need to do. Anthony yeah. just gave the hard yeah. dick in the mouth sell right there. Hard sell. Hopefully. He didn't even ask. He just put it in there. Like I just shoved <laughs> that shit in there. I grabbed your head and made you gag Yeah. It. <laughs> and that's what you're wow. going to do when you start going on Stitcher Premium. <laughs> you're going to use that promo code nerd. Promo good. code nerd. And you're going to start fucking gagging down all their shit. That's how good it's going to feel. You normally got to pay for this, you (laughs) dick. The rapiest promo ever. (laughs) (laughs) You normally got to pay for this. But we're giving it to you for free if you use that promo code nerd. I don't know what. I'm going to have a bona pick, though, at Stitcher. Why is it nerd? Why not jock? Right. Mm, but, but little, you know what? Uh, I, won't that's a good point. I won't complain. Yeah. Yeah, I won't complain. They're giving us some Why not rug boy? Look, nerd. It's nerd. If you type mm, in jock nerd. or you type in rug boy. Yeah. Nothing happens. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen or you're supporting some other dickhead Stitcher.com slash premium. Type in nerd. Do it now. Uh, and maybe this is the start of like a Marvel podcast universe. Geek motor. That would be kind of cool. It could happen. Let's make it happen. Let's get to Why is Stitcher reaching out to us? I don't know. I don't know why anybody listens to this yeah. shit, but, but I'm glad you do. Yeah. And now we're uh, we're getting you a free month of Stitcher Premium. That's all. Look we're what going we did legit, for you. kids. We're going it's legit. legit, dude. After, what is this, 211 episodes, we're on the 212th. Yeah. We finally done, some, done something nice for you. Has it been three years yet? 
it, we are we're approaching three our three year. Next week, it will be officially three years. But oh, yeah, we wow. are we are completing three years, and we finally a big boy podcast, everybody. But we're not giving you me undies. <laughs> we're not giving you fucking on it. We're not giving you uh, fan uh, uh, whatever the hell the, the ticketing website is on some About of those untuck podcasts. Untuckit.com. You can't untuck do that. Do you hate using stamps? Uh, <laughs> is, is your mattress uncomfortable? Seat exchange. Squatty potty. Squatty you don't need potty. Pooperamic. <laughs> We're not giving smell? you any of those real cool stuff. We're giving you something Fresh better. We're giving balls. you a stitcher. <laughs> Are your balls sweaty? Yeah. You uh, might be able to find those podcasts on Use Stitcher promo Premium. code NERD. Try promo code NERD at those places. They're not going to work. like some fresh balls, though, for real. All right, How fresh balls, that? reach out. We'll uh, Let's get a, a yeah, deal I'll going. Squarespace, we're not giving you a Squarespace. <laughs> you are bashing potential sponsors. That no, will I'm never saying end. that's not what we have. It's good, yes. We have something better. We have something better that relates Until to Squarespace our show. Squarespace reaches out to us, reaches <laughs> out to us and then be that'll best. be just as cool. Yes. Listen, using this promo code, you are going to help us out. All right, you bastards, let's get to the news. We have much to discuss. I feel like a whore. Jock, jock, Wipe yourself off. <laughs> hey, get in touch with the show. Let us know what you think. Uh, visit jockandnerd.com slash contact for our Twitter page, our Facebook page. You can send us your voice. There's still time to sing us happy birthday for our happy birthday three-year show. We'll be three. And you can join our awesome Facebook group called the Jock and Nerd Nation. Welcome this week. New members, Charles Miko Garcia, Michael Bumer, and George Robertson. Thanks for joining the nation. Thanks for listening. And I posted, I made a graphic that I posted to the, to the group. I think you all should check out. I will have it in the show notes of this episode. This graphic is an, equa- an equation. Uh, the equation all started because rugs, you uh, came across some photos of the nerd, yours truly, from yeah. art school in the mid 90s. Yeah, some dude just sent me this. Look at this stupid picture of Imran. And I Rainy. immediately forwarded it to Imran. <laughs> and look, I'm like, look how dumb you look. Okay, grainy black and white photos of me. And then instantly, Anthony had an observation, Anthony, didn't you? Oh, I did. I thought things. Yes. Things went through my mind. You're going to have to see this photo of Imran. But should we have, describe me first or should we just describe no, no, no. the observation? When, when I describe what he looks They'll like. get it, yes. I first, the first person I thought of was Frida Kahlo. <laughs> um, so look up what she looks yes. like. She's and a very handsome woman who's she, a painter, a magnificent painter. She also was famous for that unibrow, right? Had a striking unibrow. That's yeah. a signature look, yes. So you got that. Yes. Very Imran accurate. facially kind of resembles her. Then the haircut Imran's rocking. I was like, what, what's, what is that? Oh, that's that's Miss Swan from well, Mad TV. It's the Frida Kahlo part in the middle combined with the Miss Swan volume on the side. Yeah. Yep, that's it. You see, and even it's- facially, like the like maybe the facial structure, like the outline of Miss Swan, but then like the nose and eyes of Frida Kahlo. I have such a round cherubic face when I was in my early twenties, <laughs> and all I have is a little goatee on my chin, and my hair swoops up. As it got longer. But yes, this graphic is in the show notes. It's Miss Swan plus Frida Kahlo equals the nerd in art school in the mid-90s. Oh, shit. Look, I came Pretty across good. some beardless, skinny pictures of Imran, and they will be forwarded at oh some point. Oh, my God. I don't even remember what that looks like. Yeah, we I, were talking. I was talking to some dudes from Pratt, and they just sent me a fucking buttload of pictures. This is scandalous. I can never run for president. There's YouTube videos <laughs> of me climbing fountains and doing hip-hop karaoke, and now these photos, it's over. My political career is over, which is great, because I will get to watch in 42 days Avengers Infinity War. Geek boner. That just less than 24 hours ago released their second trailer. Oh, shit. 
holy crap. Uh, I Did cannot... this hype you up or what? Like, I felt like super hyped after seeing this. Movie. I, uh, each like, of I these... wanted to immediately see this movie. So that's, that's uh, a, let me let me yeah. comment on that. Rugboy yep. usually hates everything. Yes, so I'm I was, surprised. I'm that surprised that he's him. saying that. Yes, absolutely. Because it, that's the feeling I had too. Yes, and these trailers still—they don't give you a lot of story. They every oh, they're, glimpse. They're actually doing a really good job. Yes, it's, it reminds me a lot of like the Star Wars trailers that they've been making, where every little thing is so juicy, but every glimpse, every scene, every shot is so fucking. Should we juicy. just do a, a quick? And I mean, Rugboy already gave it, but a quick initial reaction. Let's go initial reaction, and then we're breaking this motherfucker yeah. down frame by frame because there's so much to chew on here. Anthony's chomping at the bit. Oh, go ahead. Anthony, go first. Oh, I must have. I literally. I probably have watched it 30 plus times. Almost was, 14 million views on this. I was playing it in my car just to hear the music. Oh my God, that has the music, yes. I mean, the part when the, the violins pick up and you could see like um, Black Panther and the Wakandans lining up and starting to charge, I'm like, oh my fucking God, this is the, one of the best things I've ever seen. Like, just, I, and I don't even know if this movie is going to be good. I have a feeling it will be just because of the Russo brothers, but. At this point, I'm like so geeked out, it doesn't even matter. Like, I, right. I it, this is one of those things where it's like ten years of storytelling. I've liked most of mostly all the movies, and this is just an event comic come to life. And I absolutely I can't wait. Something that's never been done. It's the final chapter, first part of a giant movie story, book story. Nobody's ever done this. Rugs, uh, what what was your initial reaction? Well, I you only just said allowed you myself to watch it twice. Oh, really? Under protest twice. Because some dude's like, you want to watch the trailer again? And I'm like, ah, I guess. I don't like protest. to spoil it that much for <laughs> yourself. I don't want to. I want to just see it, get hyped and forget about it. Well, yeah. too bad, because we are going through this <laughs> fucking frame know, by frame. Like, because I, I do a podcast. I have do a to podcast. talk about it. So, uh, yeah, whatever. And I, there's so many things. Just like even the way they cut the trailer. There's you, so you many didn't things even let him give great. his reaction. Oh, yeah, go no, ahead. But <laughs> the point is, is that I, only, I wanted to watch it only twice. Only once, but I was forced to watch it twice. Uh, because it like I, it built so much anticipation. I just want to ride the a- anticipation mm-hmm. to them to the movies. I don't want to yeah. figure anything out. I don't want to know what's going on. I don't want to like surmise. I just want to go in there and experience because I feel like like the Ruther, the Russo brothers have not let me down yet. Uh, they know how to do action really well. Yes, and every time I see things for this trailer, I feel like that it goes up another level of my excitement. So uh, I don't want to like analyze it to death, but this we're about to do it anyway. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, unfortunately you're so, on the wrong I was, I was like the first time I was hyped since I saw the Ragnarok trailer. The Ragnarok trailer got me hyped too, yeah, but then yeah. I was very very disappointed. So what about uh, Black Panther, Black Panther didn't hype you up like that. No, because no. like no, not not as much as this. No mm. way, and not as much as Thor Ragnarok. I mean. Hearing Led Zeppelin and yeah, yeah. you know that's different. Like that was uh, just perfect. Yeah, yeah. Just, it was absolutely perfect. Like that immigrant song to that trailer was just fucking amazing. Well, I also think Black Panther actually helps because maybe the trailers. I liked the trailers. They didn't get me as hyped. I think they were well done. But just coming off Black Panther and then you watch this and you're like, holy fuck! There's a lot of Wakanda in this. Yeah. Holy shit! They're giving a lot of Wakandans a lot of it's, attention. It, and and it's, like, well, it's very great smart. Yeah. 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 That movie perfectly sets up. Like, now, look, the great thing about Black Panther is that everybody went to go see it. Like, yep. everybody and their mother and their grandmother went to go see this and movie, and they're still going to see it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, 
when they put Wakanda in this trailer, like there's a feeling of hype. Like yeah. you're like you're like I know I just saw this. Yep. Oh yep. my god. Like I mean, it's still out. Like the, it's so genius. Uh, look, from the beginning with Gamora's voiceover about Thanos and the whole. Uh, snap of his fingers, which is like an awesome nod to the comics, because I think in Infinitely Gauntlet, that's he what he actually do that, does. Yeah. He snaps his fingers. But they're doing the thing where they're editing conversations juxtaposed. Like, uh, they cut her talking to Tony, but they're clearly in different rooms. So I love when they do stuff like that. You get a good look, finally, at Thanos' armor. That's we, awesome. It looks fucking badass. Um, and then you see, I love Peter with just his mascot and street clothes, which probably explains why he's got to put on the Iron Spider suit because he just he he wasn't ready or like the suit's not with him or he doesn't have it. Uh, fucking Iron Man's rocket feet morphing to a big rocket. I didn't catch it on the first go. I saw that, it on the right? second go. Yeah, and I was like, Whoa, that's that was different. awesome. And then the line where he goes, we have what Thanos wants, so that's what we use. And they cut to Wakanda. Uh, I love that juxtaposition. I love seeing Cap's team show up and meet T'Challa. Geek boner. Holy shit, all this. So I feel like <laughs> Vision gets hurt and they bring him to Wakanda. Is that is that what you think is going on, guys? Well, yeah, he gets one of the soul stones. It's it. Well, or that thing, it's in his head. He has the mind. Isn't that the mind gem? The mind gem. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was the, uh, the soul stone for some reason. Soul st- stone is the one that we know that actually the Russo brothers put is. out a tweet today and they're like, where is the soul stone? Oh, shit. I or love Instagram that. Post. I love that they're holding him back. Right, I love the mind, you're right. That's yeah. the, the vision's got the mind stone. So yeah. something happens to the mind stone. He's there. Shuri is trying to fix him. You see the hologram on her hand of his of vision's head. And uh, I think I see. I feel a lot of people got excited seeing Shuri to confirm she's going to be in this movie. And then you get that great Star Lord line about your plan is good, except it sucks. <laughs> Which is why we should do my plan, and then it'll be really good. Well, I love it looks that. like this. It looks like this movie. I, I kind of have a basic structure laid out yeah. in my head, but it looks like yeah. when it really picks up is there's a two front war. There's one in space with Iron Man and Guardians, and and Spider Man is strange. And then there's one in Wakanda with the Black Panther and, and a bunch of other people. And well, yeah, yeah. I also think part of this movie happens on Thanos' home planet of Titan. We see the flashback. You that's see Gamora's hand and Thanos' finger, which is amazing. I don't know well, if that's Titan or it might be because I was looking at it closely and there's green people being like cordoned off, which are yeah. like Gamora's people, it looks like. Oh. An army. So it looks like it's another uh, planet that he'd invaded and taken over. I have a feeling it's something like it's Titan and then Titan gets destroyed and then he brings him back to Titan or something. Like, I think part of the, like, I think that's where everyone meets where I'm the guardians meet to all of these. Spider-Man. <laughs> well, you get are all wrong. You get a great look at the full black order. All of you them. Do. Loki standing and, and with them. Is he captured? Is he, or is he working with him? You never really know with Loki, right? Uh, no, you don't. And you finally get to see that that shot of uh, Star-Lord running the stairs that Doctor Strange creates. It's fucking, that's amazing. And then Doctor Strange being tortured by, is that, that's Ebony Maw? That's the Ebony Maw. And he's like, shh. Yeah, it's real creepy. Holy shit. And then, so we kind of know Bruce is wearing the Hulk Buster suit with that whole thing of him like being afraid to turn from that's Ragnarok. That's being speculated, yeah. But that one shot where the Hulkbuster gets swarmed by the Outriders, now imagine the next scene, fucking the Hulk oh, just busts out of there. Because he turned. Is that what you're thinking? Of, that's what I think is going to happen. Mm. I hate this ma- trailer already. Wouldn't that make sense? <laughs> wouldn't that make sense? 
I don't want to know about this. I want to be surprised. They're showing you all this, Rux, but th- th- you know, you know this is Marvel. You know this is nothing because we will talk about what they're not showing because they do. If you think about it, they keep showing the same group of people. They haven't really showed us anything else and there's a bunch of people missing. And okay, Captain America, Steve Rogers, he is as strong as Thanos. No. That is an no. amazing moment, it's just, though. It's just Thanos toying with him. That, uh, that's yeah. a fucking great moment. It looks like he wants to bite his finger off. <laughs> but he may be I mean, he's using all his strength to hold yeah. back one hand. So, or is he trying to pull the gauntlet off his hand? No, no he's just stopping his hand yeah. from okay. grabbing him. Come on, Nimrod. <laughs> I love. And Here, then I here's love, here's yeah. what let let's let's get into this. Here's why I'm. I mean, there's a million reasons why I'm hyped, but I was also like somewhat scared <laughs> watching this trailer. Be, yes, you have to. Be I'm scared for the characters. Oh, I see. Yes. Because I care about them so much. And I I pointed out there's three instances in this trailer where the three of the main pillars, Thor, Cap, and Iron Man are all in trouble. Yeah. There's the shot, obviously, we just talked about with Cap where he's holding back Thanos' hand. Vision's fate is also doubtful. Well, he's not one of the main pillars. I'm talking about the Cap. Yeah. The Iron Man. Yeah. There's a shot of him with his armor like half off. And it's it's presumably Thanos is saying to him, I hope they remember you. Right. And then there's also a shot of Thor getting his head squeezed by Thanos. Yep. Which leads me to believe, and I know a lot of people give Marvel shit about this, but I actually think this is going to happen. One of those three is biting the dust in this movie, and I can already tell you, I'm not going to be able to handle it. I'm going to start crying. I hope it's more than one person. I hope that that you start crying. They need to kill someone. That means the movies will be good. Yes. If you start crying, that yes, means they did they, something great. They've done their um, job. Absolutely. Now, this is what the thing is um, versus the, J- the Last Jedi is that these characters have been in plenty of movies. We know them very well. Yeah. They've done their, they've, they've gotten their due. Their stories have been told. And we know that these guys are aging out and they're going to, and you know, this, we know about uh, Chris Contracts Evans. Wants, he yeah. wants to go on and do something else. Hemsworth said that he's done with all the Thor that he yeah. was contracted to so shoot. So we know that any of this, maybe it's bullshit. Maybe yeah. it's like really good PR, but somebody's going to bite the dust. I'm And I'm okay with that. You got to get rid of some of these guys, bring in some new people for the next phase. I, I hope more than one person, but yeah, it's going to be hard. It's good. It better be emotional. It better make me fucking cry. Lawyers are going to want my money back. As long as it's not like a a waste of... Uh, dude, if Cap goes out fighting Thanos and he gets killed, cool. Like, yeah, yeah. that's how he should go out. He shouldn't go out fucking tripping uh, on a fucking thing and like, hurting his balls or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's what it felt like when fucking Luke Skywalker died. He died for no apparent reason. He's like, oh, I fell on my spleen. <laughs> I fell on my keys. Oh, I fell on my keys. Ow. Okay, so that scene with Cap holding back um, Thanos' yeah, yeah, arm, by the way, yeah. it reminds me there's a comic book strip in Infinity Gauntlet yeah. where it's Thanos has destroyed everybody and Cap just comes out to me. He's like, as long as one man stands against you, Thanos, you'll never be able to claim victory. And Thanos basically just kills him. I guarantee you they're going to use a line that's yeah. similar to that. How about what if they do? He gets up and he does the I could do this all day, and then fucking Thanos just kills him. <laughs> I don't think they're doing a. I don't think they're going to make a joke out of that. But he says that in every movie. Uh, yeah, that would be, dude. That's going to be crazy. I just know. I I I don't know, but I feel like I feel it. I feel someone's dying in this. I feel like multiple people are dying in this, and yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be able to take it. 
and whether whether there'll be any time travel thing between the two movies or they reverse stuff and some people come back and they're some gonna people have, don't. I mean, they've right? talked about it so much. Right. They they no, have to all get they're rid talking of about is like we are killing people. That's repeatedly what they've said, and we'll get into that. I got a couple of great articles. Where no matter find out what happens, there's still going to be a. Captain America, there's still going to be a Thor, there's still going to be an Iron Man. Whether it's them in the suit, exactly, or them or in the, the character, that's right. a different story. Or the next person. I mean, I, I, you, it's almost safe to believe right at this point that like Panther, Black Panther, uh, Spider Man, and like Doctor Strange are pretty right. much yeah, they're solid good to go. Yep, yep. Like they might, they might die, but they really won't die. I mean, but they the OG- still each have three movies e- e- right. each coming up. And you or still you, got the OGs, Falcons. man. I mean, they yeah. might die. The OGs have to go. You know, noticeably missing from both the trailers, Hawkeye and Ant-Man and the Wasp. No, Hawkeye's there. He, what, no, no, in this no. trailer? He's not in no, this no, no, trailer. No, he's not. He's not. Oh, You're right. He's oh. not in the other one either. I think maybe you see him for a second, but I'm wondering whether their, their parts are so minor or they're so fucking huge spoilery that they can't even put them in. I think Ant Man is dealing his. You'll, you'll find out what he's doing in his, in own his movie. movie. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I think he's in the like quantum realm. I keep thinking when you said Hawkeye Falcon. Now, Falcon's there. Hawkeye Falcon is there. Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hawkeye. You know what? I'm gonna be honest. I don't nope. really care. Don't really care. What he's doing. <laughs> what? Did he retire? Let's be serious. Twice? What is this guy gonna do? He's gonna make snarky comments and retire and be like, "I'm done. I gotta go back." What to is my he family. gonna do? What is, how is he gonna is help? really missing from the trailer too? But yeah. you know that he's gonna come out. They're saving that as a surprise. banner. Banner's all up in the trailer. They just they showed you the Hulk in Wakanda in the right. other trailer. So also uh, secondary characters we really haven't seen like Valkyrie and Heimdall, Nick Fury, Maria, Maria Hill, Pepper Potts. I'm sure they're gonna be there for a split second. There's not a, a ton lot. of Thor in this. Which no, makes me wonder him. where the hell Thor is going to be. Well, you see him uh, throwing some lightning without his hammer. But all his scenes are like by himself. He's got to jumpstart that soul forge thing to make him a goddamn new Mjolnir. Where did you read that? You uh, read that. You did not. Did, you did not deduce that by watching that trailer. No, that's I some bullshit that he read. <laughs> I, no, I saw it. Someone said something about a soul forge and how he's got to jumpstart it with the Christ lightning. Him, Ron. What are you reading? Every fucking thing. I'm trying to keep up with the news. Uh, I love, dude, that sick shot where Spider-Man's f- swinging through the debris. Oh, I fucking love that. And uh, the suit is kind of growing on me a little bit the more. The suit is growing on me as well. Even though it's still, he's got little shoulder pad thing. I don't know. It's fine. Uh, that's all he's got. Uh, tickets are on sale now, of course, pre-sale. And already in six hours, it has broke the pre-sale records set previously by Batman versus Superman and just recently by Black Panther. Uh, it's already broken those 24-hour pre-sale records in six hours. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. Earlier this evening, I bought my ticket also. Yeah, that's I, what oh, everybody shit. did. Yes. They fucking dropped the trailers and yes. tickets are available now. Everybody just like, fuck, I'm buying tickets now. Yeah, I, I ended up buying a ticket. Everybody was yeah. Everyone, I had, there was a couple other people at work that were like, I bought my ticket. I was what like, about this like jock and nerd uh, Infinity War meetup? We're still going to do the meetup. It'll be whatever Saturday. Matthew Lawrence is still trying to organize it on the Facebook group. Uh, listener, if you are in or near the Chicagoland area, either hit, search him on the Facebook group or send us an email, show at jockandnerd.com saying where you are, where you'd prefer. I'll show up if uh, they they figure it out. Uh, if well, well, will Anthony show up? You'll show up to anything. You know? I'll show up to anything. You, you can have. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd go fifty fifty. <laughs> 
Okay, we'll see. Depends where it is. Depends if I have work or not. But Anthony's always dubious to hang around actual nerds. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to see it. If I have a chance to see it right away, I got to see it right away. And what already, happened was I, was, yeah. I wasn't going to buy a ticket because yeah. I might have to work that day. But my, I, my friends were like getting hyped and then. I started looking at it and people were like, oh, the, the, the seven o'clock showing already sold out. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. All right, buy it. Whatever. So, dude, yeah, and the I'm Fandango the that I was looking at on the Thursday, everything was grayed out already. And there was just like a couple of individual. I was like, holy shit, look at this. What do you guys think? Do you think Thanos is going to be a legit villain? Well, this is that's going to be interesting. We've seen this with Ultron, who's also a very legit villain in and the they, comics, and, right. yeah. who got fucking bitch slapped in the movie. They legitimated him, but they can't with this. This has to be the the worst. Uh, he's, villain he's got a couple we've lines already that I've really liked, like the one where like I hope they remember you. I love that line where he says, "When I'm done, half of humanity will still exist, perfectly balanced as all things should be." Like what the fuck? That's his plan. Well, he's got a point. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to thin the fucking herd. Half of you are going to be gone. It's Everything all about balance. balance is what he... It, so is it all looks about like balance. they're leaning more into that he's uh, just a, a, a fan of like making sure life continues by balancing everything out rather than being obsessed with death. But who knows? Mm. I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't... Going in the death direction, personally, I, I wouldn't like that. Is because hell I just don't understand up. that whole uh, train of thought. Like, we're annihilating everyone... And killing off all life is 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 cool. Like you need to some people to survive. You know. Well, he's killing half. Yeah, it's pruning. It's think, pruning I mean, yeah, the I think, tree back. I think it might be that makes more sense yeah, to pruning. me. Like get it's everyone pruning. in line. Yeah, I killed half of the population. Everyone else, hey, listen, I just fucking fucked everyone over. Do you want this to happen to you? No, it's we'll like do whatever a, you want. Yeah, it's like Negan on The Walking Dead. Yeah. Doing the same thing. Or or it's the fact that you know. Maybe Earth is uh, we are irresponsible. Populated anyways. Yeah, yeah, we are irresponsible, flawed creatures who need to be fucking bitch smacked because yeah, uh, we're fucking around and sending junk into space. Yeah. Uh, let's check in on the Black Panther box office and the records it has broken because Black Panther made a billion dollars in twenty six days. Oh shit! The sixteenth Disney movie. To make a billion dollars, uh, right now it's sitting at five hundred and seventy-eight million dollars domestic, one million one hundred twenty-six. Uh, what hundred thousand one point one million? I can't read what numbers. What are you saying? There's so many digits in this number <laughs> that it literally threw me off. One point one million world what billion worldwide? I keep saying million. What are I'm you an saying? asshole. Uh, number one at the box office four straight weeks and predictions have it beating out Tomb Raider again this weekend for a fifth straight week at number oh, one. Shit. This hasn't happened since Avatar that a movie is held number one for five straight weeks. Uh, it opened in China with $66 million. It is now the highest grossing superhero solo origin movie, the second highest grossing superhero movie. And it, this gives Marvel five billion dollar movies and my question I, is the thing is i yeah. don't think they expected this to be this this no. expect, I, I knew it was gonna they knew it was gonna be huge but they didn't, i don't think they expected i a don't billion. i think they had to be surprised by this success i don't think they expected i it. always knew it was gonna get a billion i don't know you didn't think it you, was i no. said that you called the 200 million i didn't think and the so billion. until that first weekend and i was right? like oh i this saw the hype and i was like there's no way that people are not gonna get behind this movie there's they're just going to do it it's a thing so yeah. think about this. Are we looking at back-to-back billion-dollar oh, movies yeah. for oh, Marvel? Yeah. Holy oh, fuck. Shit. The only way that's not back-to-back billion dollars is, is if this movie gets just completely trashed at the There's box no office. There's no way. Yeah. 
But that, I mean, the opening weekend for sure is going to be amazing. They are going for the largest opening global weekend ever. And I don't even know what that number would be. I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> the largest opening weekend ever? A global, global oh. opening weekend. I can tell you domestic, sure. We just mm-hmm. saw it. Globally, would it be like $500 million? Could they make $500 million, half a billion dollars I, I in know. a day the or in a weekend? The global is weird because sometimes the, the movies get re- staggered in release. And well, all but that. this that's why this is day and date across the world at the same time. It's just surprising because the more that like the hype dies down, the more people are telling me that they didn't think it was the greatest movie that they ever saw either. What, Black Panther? Yeah. Mm, interesting. So it's like the power of hype. Yes. It really is like... The power of being excited about something. Well, I, I would say that, but I also say that when everyone likes something, it becomes almost in vogue to be like, yeah, it wasn't that great. <laughs> wasn't that great. <laughs> and it's hard. Yes, you're absolutely right. That also happens. There's always that one dude who's like, I'm just going to say me. the opposite. That's yes, usually you, point. yes. yes. But no, there's one dude that even when it's not legitimate, justified, he'll just fucking say it to say it. Uh, a lot of times it is justified. Uh, also, dude, I like the movie though. Don't get me dude, fucking wrong. Yes. I like that movie. That dude, his name is David Zika. <laughs> there's always oh, that one. Shit. We love you, Zika. Uh, Zika helped us out. We're going to get into that, that later. All, that other dude is also Kevin Heldon. Oh, there you oh, go. shit. <laughs> You've <Yeah>. been named. <laughs> Young well, girl will give me three names. Yes. <laughs> girl has no heart. Uh, the <laughs> other question I have, have we ever had two Marvel movies out at the same time in the theaters? That's crazy. In the same month, maybe? Uh, Iron Man and uh, Hulk came out a month apart. They so, yeah. came out, but that was that didn't matter. That didn't count. This is the very beginning. Yeah. Talking about in this lately. Iron Man matters. Iron Man does matter. Yeah, Shut the Iron fuck Man up, Imran. All men matter. Iron Man matters. But think about it. They're going to have Black Panther, Infinity War out at the same time making them fucking uh, shitloads well, of money. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Black Panther will be out, but it, it'll it be Winding like down. it'll be like five theaters, dude. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. it's still a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 42 days. 42 days. So, uh, like I just said, Black Panther opened in China with 66 million, which is pretty good, I, I, I think, for a China opening, from what I can tell. However... <laughs> This is a really interesting article. I don't think a lot of the Chinese got the movie. There's a great article I put in the show notes from the outline.com written by a Chinese American who saw the movie here and went to China and saw the movie. And uh, there's interesting things about the, how it's racially homogenous, but there's this weird interior racism, racism between the Han Chinese and all the other Chinese and uh, how this comes into factor when looking at other culture. So, and the translation, some of the things about this article that got me is how they translated things. He says when in the movie when T'Challa ind- indignantly tells Okoye, I never freeze, as he's about to head out, it's translated to, my leg is fine. Uh, and when he re-enters Wakanda uh, and he says, this never gets old, it's translated to, it's so beautiful. Here, wait, so, let's get into, you're, you're doing the individual translation, but the, the gist of the article. Yeah. So basically, you know, it, as an American audience, we've gotten out of it that, you know, um, basically black people in positions of power, if there's, you know, they should do more if they have this power, you know, or what, what is their role in the world if they've, if there was this isolationist black country. We see the that, movie about Africa, about yeah, being African, you know, yeah, about you know, being a black it, man. Yeah. What does it mean to the rest of the world if there was an isolationist African culture that was a, a powerhouse? What, what should they have done? Whereas in China, they've looked at it as another propaganda movie for Americans spreading their tentacles around the world and trying to influence people, which is 
slightly different than the intention of the movie. But if with the way the article explains is, you know, if you did live in China, you know, you're, this is a very homogenous culture. There's not a lot of variety in people right, you see. Right, right. So they probably would. I mean, they did. Obviously, they did. They do interpret. They're going to interpret something differently than the way a culture like us is going to interpret a movie. You would think they'd want to be interested in learning about Africa and other other cultures, since they do have such limited exposure. Like you said, they're fascinated with what fascinates them. Like they, they there's no like, um, since they don't have that mix in there, there's nothing to propagate that. You know what I mean? We have it here. We have all these different people, and we're like, okay, we want to know our neighbors. We want to know the people that we live around. So it, it, the interest is there, but they don't have it. So it's it's different. It's like they're interested in in Western culture, but like to a certain degree. But right. it, you know, the article starts stating what the highest grossing Chinese film of all time is. It's called Wolf Warrior Two, and it's like a military propaganda of Hollywood films. It says like Rambo or Zero Dark Thirty, and it also has unflattering foreign stereotypes uh, about African people. Well, they're but, they're very proud. I mean, they're very proud of their yeah of their yeah, country yeah. But and, yeah. I mean, and, and you got to look at like you got to look at like they never had. If you grew up in a country where you never had a, a person that looked different than you that was right, fighting for right. equality, like that, just, that would never yeah. even resonate to you. Yeah, I mean, Africa for them is just so far away, right? You know, yeah, it's but so foreign. It's so foreign. That's, some of the, that's one of the things that we take for granted about this country, we even do. though we've done a lot of evil shit and whatever. That there is an interest there. There is, I mean, being somebody who. I have an interest in all kinds of cultures, and, and and that's very common to see people who are generally open and wanting to see all kinds of different cultures. We do forget how it is in other places that aren't multicultural. I mean, it, it reminded and- me of like my like Filipino side. Sure, sure. Uh, like when I talk to my Filipino relatives, like that yeah. are from the Philippines and like, yeah. are just visiting, or I've been there. Yeah. Like there is no like they have no concept of what being black is like or right, what you right. know, other than uh, pop culture, like they, they have, you know, they will use derogatory terms towards black people. That's not yeah, because they, yeah. they think that they know it's derogatory, but that it's just the way it is. Like it's just still the way it is. That's how they know it. And uh, Anthony, uh, let me tell you, Indian, my Indian uh, elder family, same exact fucking way. Right. You know, they, they don't think they're being racist and they're using like the really derogatory racist term. Uh, but to them, that's just how it is. And, uh, you know, I like in this article, like he says, none of the jokes landed like they didn't get the you know, the Grace Jones looking all the pop culture jokes. And of course they wouldn't. So but uh, I think the big, that, good money. that resonated with me. I think the other thing that resonated is I th- I'm pretty sure I caught this from the article that it was like the stuff where they're putting in the Chinese like pandering. Yes, they it's don't not really working. Like, they, it's not yeah. working. They don't give a working. fuck about. It. They're like, yeah. what the yeah. fuck are you doing? They, they've already yeah. seen a thousand Chinese movies. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they want us. They're, they're going through something, something different. But the thing that I I really want to congratulate uh, Black Panther for is for for doing that stuff, for doing that very yeah. in stuff and keeping it in the movie uh, that only uh, we would know about. Because I think that when you're trying to make a movie for the global audience. You do lose something. You do lose some kind they, of like yeah. ability they, they to do that kind yeah. of creative and stuff. Dude, hair is a great segue into why Marvel. Oh, wait, wait, one more thing. It. Yes. Before that, you get into the yeah. another one more thing that I saw that really stood out to me and is going to really fucking change movie making if it already hasn't. Yeah. Is that article is like in 2020, China is going to be the number one box office market. Yes, yes, it's the second Bigger than biggest the United market. States. Yes, right now it's the so second. Yeah. Movies are going to fucking change, man. They're going to be 
either super pandering or they're going to have to learn Chinese culture and what they well, really you, like. The the great thing about um, movies is that movies shape the actual culture. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if they get used to certain kinds of movies, they're going to want more of those movies. They're, if, they, if they see different kinds of stuff, they're going to want more. Like, I didn't know I wanted Pulp Fiction until I saw it. Exactly. Yeah. And then I was like, where the fuck are all these Pulp Fiction movies? Yeah. And now Quentin Tarantino was marched out of Hollywood for being, like, whatever, bad or whatever. <laughs> so now we're not going to get it anymore. He's making another movie. He's <laughs> no, making he's his Manson make a movie. Couple, but no one yeah, will see him pol- politically. No one will back him politically. Yeah, this global shift is going to be interesting. You're absolutely right, Anthony. That that market yeah, that, is just growing the, in number. That's going to be really That's going to be so like we're going to be the country that Hollywood will have to pander to. If they get Imagine broken that. in, if they get broken into the movies and they start be- developing a taste for them, yeah. It's going to be a fucking cool thing. But if not, if they if if the things that only work are the things that pander or that are like lowest common denominator that are like universal, like fart jokes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, and then I think we got that, that worries me is that the the movies will start to become just yeah. so simple that anyone from any culture can digest. Yes, like an idiocracy. Ask the movie. This is coming true. They already predicted all of this I in have, that movie. I'm hoping that that we educate through the movies of what a good movie is, and then they'll want that. Yeah. I think Infinity War is going to do really well if this We're is just going to slowly like pepper it in and then they'll start to see this shit uh, and china doesn't want anything that's going to be controversial that's the problem right right and they they people will cut out things well, and they it's they funny have to, to me that they took, it it's not funny it's it's interesting to me that they took the that black panther is a movie about america that right. like that's what they learned from it. i was like that's what they learned Whoa. it's not a movie about africa it's a movie about america this is wow this is <laughs> not how i saw this movie wow no it, it is so I, it, it's it, i mean it might take you know it if they're looking at that and they're like, yeah. that's about America. Yeah. But, I mean, there's a long way to go, but I can understand why they would say that too. This, I understand their, that point. their movie market just opened very recently. I think <laughs> just in the past few years, it's made, uh, it's become number two. Like it's growing that quickly. What's well, that? Uh, there's and so many people. people in China. Yeah. The amount yeah. of people. Just, just the they just rights. got a fucking shitload of people. Yep. They got a shitload, and their middle class is growing. There's, I mean, they have over a billion people there. We were, I mean, you look at it. We're 300 million. They're a billion. They're a billion. That's why. <laughs> Over a billion. If there's ever a war against them, you got to get the Indians on your side. Oh, shit. Because you will match them with a billion. You match the Indian billion Chinese <laughs> with a billion Indian fucking people. World War Three. let's get it going. What Good article, though? You forgot. Yeah, Ron, what are you saying? I don't have no idea. <laughs> uh, this article is fantastic. Listener, check it out in the show notes. It's really interesting. And the reason, Rugs, that uh, Black Panther should be celebrated as well as just Marvel is because, of course, of Kevin Feige. And there's this great EW interview with him. A lot of good tidbits about the future of Black Panther, the MCU. I love this line. This is what this is what we just said. And this is the words from his mouth. He says, we are all in on stuff we believe in before the audience tells us what they think. Nerd. God damn. That's the way I to do it. I kind of call bullshit on that, but still. That's, I, but hey, that's what you have to say. He's saying it, yeah. You what is he, what did he say that again? We are all in on stuff we believe in before the audience tells us what they think. Yeah, I would call bullshit on that. Yeah, we're going to film a scene in Korea <laughs> for no apparent reason. Yeah, oh, they, like, that's sure. another point. They were The people in that um, in China were like, why aren't they just filmed that here? Yeah, they're like, yeah. why is it in Korea? They don't why like, Korea? I, yeah, they, that's not going to play well over there, the Korean scenes. Oh, that, like, what the fuck? It's because, just because something's in Asia doesn't mean everyone likes it. Right. Yeah. I'm Asia. <laughs> Uh, they're, they're like, I met Marvel. Being, like, oh, close enough. 
They they don't they don't do the whole like if you're a Latino everyone's Latino right. we're all the same. We that's support. not the, that's not a thing. No, we don't do that. Although Korea very topical these this if year. Someone's so brown. Yeah, we're good enough. It's good. No matter what brown area they come from. Uh, they gotta oh. back it. They can back it. Why not? Absolutely. Um, no, no. The look, look. Kevin Feige saying this is great because. It's it's kind of like it's a cock contest. Yeah. He's like, look, we're gonna do whatever the fuck we want. He PR is good. He knows yeah. how to PR. So it's good for PR. He's he also, it, it is a little bit of both. I mean, th- I don't think anyone was necessarily asking for like a Doctor Strange movie or right, but they're gonna like, or we're Spider- fucking doing it. it or Spider Man reboot. Yeah. But people yeah. they did it and they they've been successful. But then they they do listen to fans. I mean, pe- people were complaining about bad villains, so they put a Killmonger in in Black Panther. You know, so. He's, but that's always you got to be improving your villain, anyways. You know. But well, I, but any good business, you're listening to feedback. And sure, improving. sure, sure. That's just customer service. Well, right. I think that homecoming is the opposite of all of this statement. <laughs> maybe. All right. Maybe that's a little pandering. Homecoming maybe. is let me just change the entire character to fit whatever you want to. You know. Yeah. So. But look, we find out. Uh, listen, that we'll find out that they've all been talking to each other. This is a cohesive story they're trying to tell. He said Wakanda will be an anchor point for the MCU moving forward. There will be a Black Panther sequel, of course. But right awesome. now, uh, they're focused on finishing Infinity War, Captain Marvel, Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, the next Spider Man, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Uh, and he said he was inspired by for Infinity War, the f- series finale of Star Trek. The Next Generation, which I watched TNG. I don't remember the series finale, Rugs. Well, uh, I don't remember it either. But the point is, I think what he's trying to get at is that it was such a love series to end it was like a was like fucking torture. Right, right. For them. Like, yeah. they're like, oh, my God, we got to end a series that people fucking love. How do we do that? I think Infinity War is the culmination of that. It's like trying to figure out a like a ending point for some of the characters or for some of the story and switching gears to the next thing. Yeah. It's closing a chapter of one book and, and, and moving into the yeah. next book. But I guess the next generation finale is like a great example of that something about Picard playing poker or some shit. I forget. I don't know. Uh, regarding captain Marvel's timeline, he's talked about how Nick Fury's going to go back in this movie. goes back to when Nick has no idea about superheroes and captain Marvel is the first superhero. He Wait, actually Nick meets. Fury not remember captain Marvel yes, this whole time. That was my question. This whole time you haven't mentioned that, you know, this Cree space, half Cree human, uh, fucking powerful yeah, that person. Would be like a big detail. You know, you'd think he would uh, mention that. No, is are they saying that or are they saying in the nineties he had no idea about heroes? No, in the nineties, he, he meets Captain Marvel as the first hero he meets in the nineties. He had right. no idea. So this is gonna deal with that. No, that's what they're saying. They're not saying yeah. he didn't know remember Captain Marvel. They're saying he didn't know until he met Captain Marvel that there were any heroes out but there. But he never mentions her ever. Yeah, again. But this whole time never, he's yeah. never oh, talked about Captain saying. Marvel. Yeah. Like you'd think he would mention this girl. And then Maybe he, he thinks she's yeah. dead. <laughs> oh, ooh, okay. No, that's a good. I mean, we point. haven't seen the movie. We don't. Know. Oh yeah, she hasn't been anywhere, right? She hasn't she been, been out into space. Uh, he uh. also. This was exciting. He's like, uh, he likes to. Uh, uh, Captain Marvel is an homage to their favorite '90s action films, and he did mention Terminator Two, Geek Boner, as one of the inspirations. '90s is fucking still awesome for Dude, action. Awesome '90s movies and Captain Marvel. Still I good. like that. I love that. Still great. That would be the genre. Like, Captain Marvel is a 90s action movie a la T2. Fuck yeah, bring it on. Then we had more articles come out because they do this thing, I guess, like months ago. All these bloggers go on set visits and they can't release 
their reports until like the week or the month before it comes out. All these set reports from Infinity War have coming out. Lots of great interviews with the Russo brothers uh, and a lot more tidbits like how Captain Marvel was going to debut in Infinity War. She is not anymore. Probably a good idea. Good idea. Yeah. She will debut in her own movie. You, I mean, he, he explains it, but it is yeah. basically like we're doing all this and yeah, we got to introduce a new character. Right. Look at what they're doing. No, you got to spend the time on Thanos. You can't yeah. spend yes. it on other shit. Yes. You can't dilute it. There's already so much going on. Yeah. So she will be in Avengers 4 after debuting in her own movie. Uh, their inspiration for narrative imagery comes from crime movies of the 90s, like John Hertzfeld's Two Days in the Valley and Steven Soderbergh's Out of Sight. Dude, some of the things these guys were saying in this article, like, makes me love them even more. These, they're they're going to nail it. They're talking about- Two Days about, in the Valley and Out of Sight are two really good movies. Yes. Yes, and they talk about how they love high stakes, how they love world-ending scenarios, how they love good drama, how they love good fight choreography. They're bringing this. They also mentioned how it's hard to find movies with this many characters to actually look at for precedent. Yeah, well, is there? I mean, they mentioned some movies. I don't. I've never fucking so, heard of those uh, movies. Yes, I haven't heard of those movies. But Robert Altman films. He's known for a couple of things. One is he always does these long fucking takes. Like I think the player starts with a ten minute one take shot ten minutes. But there's also like thirty people in these movies. Thirty characters. Well, yeah, with he's speaking like, lines. in the player, he's doing a thing about Hollywood. So. Of yeah, course, it's about the industry. Using, like, yep, yep. Holly, all Hollywood shit, but like, yeah. Aside from that, there is no other example to the really other look ones. At. Like, a th- didn't Quentin Tarantino his first couple movies have ensemble casts? Yeah, but not to that extent. There no, this is like, yeah, I mean, there's nothing to this extent, yeah. right? All yeah, like films Gosford are the closest. Park yeah. has like a fucking huge cast. Yeah. So uh, those are all like dramas. Like, there's no, there's but, no precedent for like an action. What's movie cool like about this. that trailer is it? It seems like even though there's a huge cast that it's, it's all going to be organic and work yeah. out. Like yeah. it, all, it seems like it's weaved pretty expertly. I mean, it's just a trailer, but yeah. that's the feeling I get. Yeah. It's a great trailer. Uh, they said there will be several different styles employed in the movie to serve the changing needs of the each sequence. So that's exciting. Now this is great. They have been consulted and collaborated with all the other directors. James Gunn is actually executive producer on this. They've been talking to Taika Waititi, Ryan Coogler, Scott Derrickson, Peyton Reed, all of them tightly uh, written everything that's going on in their movie to reflect. Cause a lot of times they're shooting these simultaneously like black Panther and Thor Ragnarok and infinity war. were all shooting. So they had to be very careful and they had to talk to each other. I love hearing that. And this I thought was interesting. He said that it's not a true two-parter. It started out that way, but they said and ended up saying each movie is a singular expression. That's good. I'm okay with that. That is good too. I'm absolutely okay with that. Leave us with a cliffhanger though and a dire circumstances. I don't want to feel like I'm done in the middle of the movie when I watch it. Right. Mm -hmm. I want it to come to a close and then wonder about what's going to happen next. Yes, need some kind of closure, maybe a time jump. Uh, one can, I, can I give a Soul Stone prediction? I've yes. been thinking about this. Okay, yeah, spit it out. Do Here it. you go. I don't think it's going to be in this movie. I think it's in the like quantum realm or like somewhere where Captain Marvel is, and that is going to be the reason they they, fi- they grab it and they debut it in the next film to rally the t- turn the tide back to the hero's side. Or does he find it at the very, very end and kills everyone, or they don't even find it? Hmm. Hmm. Or they do hmm. that, or... I, this is the other thought. The end of that movie, he finally he has all the Infinity Stones, and he snaps his fingers, and the, and the movie yeah, goes black. That's what I'm seeing. No, that would be that. That would be that two part thing. Yeah, that's not a complete movie. Like a complete movie means that they 
would have to either have a chance and then close the movie there. Well, or well, what I'm saying is that, they, but prior to that, like some of the heroes would have died, and they'd be all like, "This is it. We're all gone. Like we're." They all say their goodbyes, basically, and then he somebody dies. Before. It's like I think the way the movie, <laughs> the movie has to end. And look, I'm probably going to be wrong, but. Oh, this is good. Um, there's going to good. be a high stakes thing where someone's going to die. They're going to eventually, like, somehow postpone the inevitable. Yeah. But they end the movie on that. That they've somehow staved off Thanos for like a like a little bit, but some he's definitely not done, down for the count like this. He's still got a plan. He's going to go for the stone or going to go do for something else. But they do kind of defeat him in a tower. He they runs just off. Kinda, he gets yeah, away. They just, it's like a, they've managed to buy themselves some time. But there's once this dust settles, there's people dead. Yeah. I think what happens at the very end, he spins a top and then the top wobbles and it cuts the black. Oh, shit. And you don't know if he's dreaming. Oh, that's the other movie. Sorry. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was inception. Uh, they they said the Russo brothers says one upcoming MC, MCU movie does tie into the Infinity War. And Joe Russo teased, I think, from a plot standpoint, if there's any corollary, Ant-Man and the Wasp probably has some elements that stitch in. Microverse. That may, yep. that may be what you were talking about, Anthony. And yep. then and then finally ends with our job with of with Thanos Can is you, to make wh- him. What if they? <laughs> what if the the tie the tide the person that turns the tide is Ant Man just comes in and goes, nope, Thanos, you're small now. Oh, it's over. <laughs> and I stopped on you, and you're dead. Or Ant Man could just like go in his ear and then get big and just blow him up from the inside. How about that? Try <laughs> that's that. how that's how we would write it. That's how, <laughs> that's how Kevin Smith would that's write how, like, that. Anybody just... who wants to just get it over with would write it. <laughs> I can't think of an ending to this. And it's done. I got well, something. Just have to go in there and expand, and then he's dead. It would completely okay. work, and but they would never do it. <laughs> Yeah, they end talking about how they got to make Thanos the preeminent villain and he's got to do some bad things. So, goddamn, I cannot be Let's move on. You have way too much of this movie. We got to fucking move on here. Sorry if we overanalyze this movie, but you can yeah, see why. You ruined okay. it for me already. Uh, sorry, Rugs. I'll well, give you. Rug boy, we don't care about. But for the fans, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> this is the place where you come and geek out about these things. Let's move on to some Fox MCU news Deadpool 2. Oh, that movie got didn't, was well, was this the one that a lot got of fake bad news? Yeah. Yeah. I think or was this fake yeah. news? No, I think it was just a lot of hubbub about nothing. Uh, it, it seemed like, but they are doing research. Yes, that's yeah. yeah. oh, 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 research. Research. <laughs> that's that's the drinking setting. I think in. That's what's the, happening is the, the normal movie making process, and people are just losing their shit. Initially, some reactions came out that this movie is a disaster, but literally that same day, hours later, like the dude from Collider came out. He's like, that's not from a good source. And actually, uh, it's screening well. And from the screenings, they realized they need to add more cable and domino. So, so there doing... must have been some criticism for them to go back and do reshoots. No, but reshoot. You always do reshoots. You do it. You make the movie. You screen it. You set up pickups because you're going to have to change things. I don't think any movie is done the first time they fucking Yeah, but they're talking it. about adding more cable and domino. So obviously those characters were not f- fleshed out or, enough. Or, or, or is it possible that the audiences love these characters so much they wanted more? That's true. That's true. Right? I, I got to say that uh, I've, I've been on the I don't think this movie is going to be good bandwagon. And yeah, I'm still and this on. almost justified your uh, thing. Not that this justifies. Yeah. I just don't think. 
I don't. I don't think they can. They can strike lightning in the bottle twice with this character. <laughs> That's going to be interesting to see who is it gets two Ryan. Reynolds-y. Remember the the article. The 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 director from the first film is not in this. Uh, no, it's David Leach from uh, John Wick, who's a fucking, he's I know, great. The guy that did the first film. What Tim was Miller. Tim Miller's out. Tim Miller's out. Remember, yeah. John, remember uh, John Wick was directed by two directors. Oh, it was? Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's just half of John Wick. That means yeah. he's going to give you half of some good action. Both of them are decent directors, though. Look, you I have the say. same writers in the first movie, so I trust them. I like that. That's true. One of them is like a stunt guy, and one of them is like a legit director guy. Oh. So they work together to get the stunts and the direction the same. Hopefully they have restrained Ryan Reynolds and not have him put every take of everything that he improvs in the movie. Right. You know, that you don't want so that to have happen. The, I don't know which guy we have. If we have the stunt guy or we have the director guy. Oh, oh, which one David Leach is? That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, moving on to some X-Men news. Is uh, You guys see these pictures? It's a first Looking set of set now. photos from the Dark Phoenix set. Uh, clearly showing... Them in costumes that are inspired by uh, a run on X-Men from Grant Morrison and Frank Quietly. Does that give you a boner? No. When? I don't remember. I wasn't reading X-Men when they did this. I thought this, I did. I was. Was this was in the like, 2000s? That, that yeah. was their, okay, so I thought this movie was in the 90s, and I was totally expecting some fucking Jim Lee designs realized on screen. This is kind of disappointing to me. I don't know. It looks yeah, like something I, I would, I I would also agree with Rugboy. Like, the old school yellow. I mean, this is like Graham Morrison, but there's also kind of an homage to the old school yellow and blue ones. Right. Those yeah. ones are never re- like those weren't no one. I mean, they're they're cool if you're an X Men buff, but the ones that resonate for any '90s X Men fan are the colorful costumes. Yeah, Jim Lee stuff. Yeah, that's why I was really every, hoping every character had a different color. I was really hoping we were going to get some Jim Lee, the Cyclops with the one thing off center and. Uh, Rogue, the, she was in green and Rogue yellow. Rogue was wearing green and brown. Yeah. Cyclops yeah. was green, blue. Yeah. Wolverine yeah. was yellow or brown, poop brown. Uh, Colossus had red and yellow. Like th- these are characters that you remembered because of their Beast was blue. Well, you do see well, this like whole Frank Quietly run yeah. was yeah. very well regarded. Yeah, I, I never read this. I don't in the comic this. books, you're cool with it because. You know, you know, you know. There's gonna be like a thousand versions of these fucking costumes. They change them all, like all the fucking time. But in the movies, you only get a few versions of yeah, them in yeah. the movies. They could change them more often. Uh, you do see like uh, J Law, Mystique is there, Nightcrawler, Beast, Storm, Cyclops, Sansa Stark as uh, uh, Jean Grey right there. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of let down. I I really wanted more '90s. These these are all quite Maybe okay. Be, they won't be the only suits they wear. Let's, Hopefully let's say not. That. Uh, this movie's coming out November second, and apparently this movie is test screening well. So points for the Fox X Men universe. Uh, that's it for the news right now. We got more news, but we're gonna take a quick break so we can play some promos, and we'll be back at you. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Chris from the Hashtag No Offense Podcast. What we are, a weekly podcast of just three average guys from Tampa, Florida, sharing a few beers and a few laughs. Topics ranging from music and movies to kids and marriage to current events and social commentary, all while putting your own personal touch on it. Check out this clip from our most recent episode. That was I don't, amazing. I don't get what this woman's thinking, dude. She's got like a 40-pound fucking beasts on the like in the airport on the thing did you see the pictures no i didn't it was loose it wasn't in a cage dude it was it was perched up on her fucking like luggage cart dude 
And she's just trying to roll it up into the... She bought a seat for it. She thought that would make it okay. She bought a ticket for the fucking well, peacock. Well, at least she bought a seat for it. But I they mean, told her ahead of time, apparently, no, this is not going to fly. And she just brought the fucking thing in. Well, like, do peacocks fly? I don't think Do they? I don't know if they can fly or not. I don't know. I wonder if she plays that Katy Perry Maybe. song, Peacock, when she uh, walks around. I want to see your peacock, cock, cock, your peacock. <laughs> I don't even know that song. I don't, you don't know that song. And, and did you did you pull up the lyrics to that song on your? Laptop? I wanted to make sure I got it correct. <laughs> you did. I knew it. I saw you look. I, I mean, I like you, the song, but I, I, I wanted to make sure at, I got it correct. I, I want to make sure I got the right number of cocks. <laughs> so if you like what you heard, search for hashtag No Offense on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcast fix, and look for us on social media at HTNOS everywhere. Hey, this is The Toe, host of the Gravity Beard Podcast, a variety show with interviews and discussions on a wide range of topics. Our guests have included a viral YouTube star, a former child actor. We've even had a guy on who may have solved the D.B. Cooper case. It's a delicious box of audio chocolate. You never know what you'll get. Find it on Podbean, iTunes, and other places you listen to podcasts. It's the Gravity Beard Podcast. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. If you ever believed Captain America was on the U.S. Olympic soccer team. If you ever thought that the Winter Soldier was that brace yourselves guy on the internet. And if you ever wondered just what would a raccoon do with a machine gun. Then don't let another week pass you by without tuning into Mighty Marvel Geeks. Mighty Marvel Geeks is your show about all things Marvel. With news, rumors, commentary, and interviews. As well as our weekly recommendations on what to pick up on New Comic Book Day. Official consulting hours are between 8 and 5 every other Thursday. That's Mighty Marvel Geeks on WeebyGeeks.net, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Hey, thanks for checking out the show, listener. We hope you've been enjoying. If you want to help us out and get more show bonus content... All you got to do, join our awesome fan club at jogginner.com slash Patreon, where you can give us a monthly pledge and you get access to bonus content, a whole RSS feed with bonus stuff just for you. Super huge thank you to our new patron this week, Jogginnerd, Glenn Smith. Thank you so much for hey. signing up to the fan Glenn. club. Thanks, bro. Glenn's hey, Glenn, do us a favor. Yeah. Go on to pre- uh, uh, stitcher.com slash premium and type in that promo code nerd and you'll really be a part of the fucking fan club you know what i'm saying yeah we can't let stitcher down they're nice no. to reach out we gotta we gotta turn Not out. only you glenn <laughs> everyone listening but you and you and you and you get a promo code Every, you and get, you a, get promo. a promo code just for you everyone ah, hearing oprah, this. oprah and anthony <laughs> oprah anthony oprah anthony now there is a little bit of issue we have to discuss uh if you've been listening to the show past couple of weeks oh yeah we kind of came up with this idea on the spot like literally came up with it on the show that yeah. for our Patreon uh, subscribers and supporters, we were going to do like a raffle. Like, eh, you give us money, and, uh, we'll pick one and you get a t-shirt, right? Seems harmless enough, right? Somebody touch my spaghetti! Turns out, listener, that's considered illegal gambling. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Patreon does not What if uh, we have a tricky tray? You... Can we do a tricky tray? <laughs> a what? I don't know. <laughs> a chicken tray? Tricky tray. Tricky. What is that? 
I don't know. It's what old ladies do to raise money. Oh, like a fucking bake sale? I don't know what it is. Look, they, Look it up, Imran. First of all, shout out to David Zika for kind of pointing this out, because I guess he works in the law. He knows a lot about the law. And he was like, uh, hey, guys, I think your raffle may be illegal gambling. You're absolutely correct, Zika. It is illegal gambling. What if we do a waffle and someone sends us a waffle? First oh, person, maybe first just, person to successfully send us a waffle, uh, we're we send up, them a t-shirt. Everyone signs up for the Patreon, gets chicken and waffles oh, shit. Uh, sent to their house. From Blue Apron. Use the promo code. Right, we're taking suggestions. How do we do this? How do we send out a t-shirt? Honestly, I just wanted to give out a, a t-shirt a month. But here's the thing. We can do the thing where we offer it to everyone. But from work, I know that when you run giveaways and sweepstakes and raffles, like you got to have fucking rules on a website. Yeah. And the fucking government's got to get involved. And the problem is this is not, there's not one state. This is a global show. So rules change. So that's why Patreon doesn't do it. How about like, um, the first new listener, the first new Patreon of the month gets it. That's still kind of a raffle because it's yeah. it, it's not a no purchase necessary I, I, I deal. I don't think we're going to be able to do this. We can't this. do that. Yeah. We're not doing it, basically. We'll come up with something else. I mean, not that the government's looking for us, but. No. How but, about we just randomly send people a t-shirt? I could do that. But that, that, <laughs> isn't that a raffle? <laughs> not, but we just won't mention it <laughs> ever. I we just randomly send. A, a, I guess if a, we never mentioned it. Yeah, I, I I don't. Does anybody know how the law works? Clearly, we don't. Well, Anyways, David Zika did, and that's Zika how he let, did, he let us know. Dude, he actually stopped us from breaking the law. We would have been felons or misdemeanors I at know. least. This show would have been jailbait. And, and, you're, oh, and you're here illegally, Imran. So you would have gotten deported. Oh, you do you know what they would do to me on the inside? <laughs> oh my god! Look at this face. This beard alone would be a target. Look at that Frida Kahlo. <laughs> look at that. Free, look at that almost unibrow. Uh. Anyways, continuing with the news, we have more set photos, this time from the world of DCFU, the DC fucked up film universe. Uh, and this is from Shazam. Right. Starring Zachary Levi, known to you as Chuck, in some look. Again, set shot. Someone took this while they were filming. So obviously, you know, from when it gets to film uh, to screen, it's going to look different. Uh well, uh, this was really divisive on the internet. I noticed while it is comics accurate, it's really fucking red. And I don't know about the muscles guys. What's your hot take on this suit? Oh. What's going on here? I think it looks weird, but I also think that it's a different kind of movie than they're trying to make. I think they're making a lighter, more kind of family friendly movie. Well, it's supposed to be like the movie big Tom Hanks with superpowers. Yeah. So, that, so it's a know. comedy. Uh, I think he looks the part. Uh, Anthony, what bothers you the most about those pictures? Uh, I mean, it looks intentionally bad. So, if that, if that's the that maybe the they're going for, like if they're intending for it to look like a fucking joke, then they're succeeding because those look like rubber muscles on that motherfucker. But he does kind of look like an Alex Ross illustration of Shazam, also. But he like also looks accurate. like he is wearing, in a manner of speaking, he but it does. does, but it does I mean, look I mean, like, in, like yeah, in a in like the silhouette, maybe. But when you look at his fucking suit, you can tell that there's fucking pillows in that thing. It does look like he rolled up newspapers and shoved them in his suit <laughs> I, a little bit. To, to be honest with you, I don't think this is any worse than the Justice League Superman suit, which with the way you can see like like a visible like like abs that I, they drew I mean, on. I think a lot of these suits in the daylight in on set photos, they're gonna look weird like this. They're they're gonna look weird, but I think this one has stood out to me as like Henry Cavill look like he does have drawn on abs but i think he actually got that big whereas yeah. i am questioning by the suit out? 
I mean, he's yeah, like the rock thing, big. The, the, the thing about this is, um, we don't see the actual lighting they're going to use right. for yeah, the movie. We don't know, yeah. So until we see it on film, we don't know if they're going to like darken it or they're going to do some fucking shit where they process it and it looks better. Um, I don't know. It's like to me, this is not the first crazy thing to see. I'm like, okay, it looks like fucking Shazam. It looks like exactly like I the comic book I was disappointed that it wasn't as, like, involved as the other costumes are. It has a little bit, if you look at the close-up on the on the fabric, there's a little bit of lines, like subtle lines in there. But, yeah, it's it's pretty I mean, Shazam's costume is it's going to be tough. It's, it's a little <laughs> silly. And the fucking lit-up uh, lightning bolt reminds me of black lightning a little it, bit. It's tough, also, too, because Shazam, although a long-time character. Yeah is not the icon that Superman is. So Superman can walk around and you're like, all right, that That's looks silly, Superman. but he's yeah. Superman. Nobody or knows who the fuck this is. You can't look at Shazam yeah. and be like, Nobody's gonna that's Shazam. You're going to be like, who the fuck is that guy wearing that? Pile? Uh, now, you have to imagine, imagine Henry Cavill Superman with or without mustache fighting this guy because you got to imagine that's going to happen. From what I know about film, red is a very tough color to make come across right. Mm. Oh... So either you got to mute it down or all make the it way, super bright, or you got to like I don't know. It's tough. Like that was one of the things that they've always said about Spider Man and yeah. Flash yeah. that red is really hard to make. That's work why on. none of them are like really bright red. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so then I got another set well, of uh, to answer your um, Superman and Henry and yes Shazam fighting. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if they'll ever even make another Superman movie in the near future. So don't, who knows? No, we'll see. <laughs> but I would love to see them fighting, uh, battle it out in a movie. Like uh, they've Dep- done. It depends in the on what the tone is of Just this Shazam the cartoon. Movie. Yeah, yeah, the cartoon is totally way they better for it. that. Yeah. Uh, there's another set of pictures with uh, Mark Sinestro Strong uh, again playing another bad guy in a DC movie. Doctor Savannah, I believe, is his yeah. name. Uh, and he looks kind of comics accurate too. It's just like a bald white guy with a scar over his eye. Uh, and he looks like a bald white guy, scar over his eye. Guy, yeah, yeah. He, he's nailing the look. He's nailing the look. So yeah, it's we'll see what. It's nothing to get excited about. <laughs> However, I guess they're making a movie, which is always exciting for Warner Brothers. We're like, oh look, they're actually making something. Look, if this movie have a piece evidence. of shit, yeah, we've already seen tons of DC pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah. Nothing more new. Shit. Nothing, yeah, nothing new, new to see here. Moving on. Yeah, I'm not on the. Uh, I mean, I, it, the costume to me looks bad, but I'm not on the, oh, why are they doing this thing? It's like, eh, let, let them, let them yeah. do what they want, I guess. They're because trying it, something different because all the other fucking dark ass shit didn't. Yeah, work. right, 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 right. And, and, and at this point, way, it's like, no, there's no investment anymore. No, I'm starting to feel all. a buzz right now. Oh, here we go. Hey. Rugs is getting shitty. Rug boy announcement. Rugs is getting. Wowie zowie. He's getting a little shitty, which is perfect for our next story. Uh, which is an amazing headline. You guys, Nicolas Cage will finally get to play Superman. Oh, yeah, shit. in the worst fucking kind of in movie. The <laughs> animated Teen Titans Go movie. I fucking hate Teen Titans Go. <laughs> I, I've I never seen it. it. Is it bad? You know what? I've never seen it's it. Why is it bad? Dumb. Bro? Why, why is it bad? Because it has nothing to do. It's 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 Teen Titans in name only. It's just a kid's show with like using Teen Titans for some reason. It's like the Muppet Babies version of just of Teen Titans. It could be anything. You could just take the Teen Titans away and then it wouldn't make any difference in the show. I, I did I never this show is very, very popular. 
And I'm not sure why. I I, haven't, I don't watch it. I don't have children to watch it. I'm sure it's a lot of fun. And you it's know, it's just meta because it's like oh, that's they just is. throw references to all of these comic book things, but they have no weight to what happens on the show. Kind of like Lego Batman. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Here, check out the, some of the other people in this cast, though. Little Yachty as Green Lantern John Stewart. Uh, and then Halsey as Wonder Woman and Little Kristen Bell. Yachty. Little Yachty is playing John Stewart. Oh, that's that's a joke. Will Arnett will play Batman again as uh, like he does in the Lego films, and then the rest of the cast on the show. I don't know who the fuck plays. Uh, I'm not the rest five, of the and I have huge balls with with parents. You know, so it's I just kind of it. funny because of that documentary, Death of Superman Lives, and the whole crazy story of them. He almost made a Superman movie, and he now he kind of gets a Dude, Superman like, credit. Nicholas Cage on his actually IMDb. adds gravitas to this fucking bullshit. <laughs> right? So Jesus it's, like, it's, a, it's a get for them. <laughs> I'm shot on my cannon right now. That's how crazy it is that Nicholas Cage is bringing this project up. Uh, okay, next bit of news. This was crazy, too. Ava DuVernay, yeah. who just has a movie out for Disney, Wrinkle in Time, Director of Selma as well. Selma and the 13th. She is set to direct DC's epic New Gods movie from Variety. This is crazy. New Gods created by Jack Kirby in 71 for DC. This is a Jack Kirby DC creation because he did work for both companies and did amazing stuff for both companies. And it's going to be the second movie directed by a woman for them following Patty Jenkins. A Wrinkle in Time isn't doing well. Though. It is not, not doing, doing well. well. That That is actually the... Um, there was a lot of speculation that the reason they're uh, she jumped ship. Well, they're, the reason they're they moved up of Avengers. Oh, to take and, the stink off that. So, yeah, so that Black Panther the wave can ride right into Avengers, and no one will notice that Wrinkle in Time didn't do Wrinkle well. Wrinkle in Time Disney. did not beat Black Panther. Disney could not beat Disney. However, she this she uh, Duvernay became the first woman of color in Hollywood to helm a live action film with a production budget of a hundred million and. The best part, the top, number one and two movies in the country directed by a black man and a black woman. I mean, that's amazing. Oh, shit. And 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 both doing good. But, but that doesn't give me confidence that not in, this. Her, yes. in her in her uh, genre movie director. How, how about this? She did tweet her favorite comic book character is Big Barda. Like she, I feel like what she. What does that even mean? I don't know, but she knows these characters. Like, you like, don't just. Why pick would she Big like Barda? Big Barda? Uh, uh, I don't There's know. There's no reason for her to like Big <laughs> I don't Barda. Know. There's no reason for her to be her favorite. Like, Big Barda is not like anybody's favorite. <laughs> no, you don't That's think so? It's a bunch so? of bullshit. Did you, Ruggs, did you read any new gods? Did you like the new gods? What yeah, is it, what I mean, is it Big about? Big Barda is like a poor man's Wonder Woman. Big deal. It's a, she's a gigantic. Isn't she chick. a bad guy? Yeah. She's, she's like a. A fury. Like a fat, like he woman, right? No, no, she's like a giant chick. She's like a really tall Amazonian chick. Cool, they but, she, but she, I know, but she's like, she kind of talks like a man in the con, like in the TV show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I don't even know if I'm thinking about the right person. Cartoon, yeah. That's right. Maybe I'm yeah. thinking about the wrong person. Oh, I'm thinking no, about no. Granny. I'm thinking about Granny Gran- Goodness. Granny, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> Granny Goodness. That's that other big one. Big Barda is the one that has like the headdress yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a big fucking Granny uh, Goodness. Is the she's like she. you take Wonder Woman, and you make her evil, and make her even bigger. Yeah, like mm. a giant yeah, Wonder yeah, Woman. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty badass actually. Like a She Hulk type of character. So the new gods is like it's the twin planets of New Genesis and Apocalypse, where Darkseid comes from. So. Uh, yeah, we'll see. They like to announce things. New Gods is a uh, 
That's an interesting. That's a niche thing. It like, is. That's a like hard you sell, have to be man. like a serious comic book yeah. collector to be into big bars. So I call bullshit yeah, on that this, immediately. This to me is like the weird Jack Kirby fucking shit they did for DC. Like I never really understood it, honestly. To be honest, I don't know if I really dug new, it. New Gods for me was always real fucking. No, weird. I remember that there was this. I can't remember what the fucking name of it is. Someone's gonna point it out on the fucking Facebook or something that it was drawn by Mike Bignola. It was all about the new gods and fucking, it was fucking great in the 90s. Yeah. I can't remember what it is. I know if I look it up on Google, but I can't even type right now. <laughs> How many um, keyboards do you see in front of you? Six. Uh, he has some, Mike McNeil has some new gods character designs. And he has concept art for a 90s new gods movie by Mike McNeil. Huh. Yeah, I see. I'm looking at this. That's interesting. So they've been trying to do this. And there's Big Barda right there. What Mr. the fuck is Mr. that? Mr. Miracle was married to Big Barda. No, I got to look it up. God damn it, Ruggs. While you know. look that the up. New gods. We're, there are new gods? Uh, what about having, the old gods? What about the old gods? You guys, here's what I wanted to do. What did you want uh, to do? Tommy Wiseau. Oh, fuck. And Nerdist uh, had made an audition tape of him as the Joker. Oh, shit. I think we should listen to a little bit of it and give us our honest criticism. I've already seen it. No, no I'm going to play a couple of lines. We just give. We need to critique his performance. It could be good. Are we it really doing good. this? Yeah, just a couple of just a couple Let of it lines. Yeah, while I look up uh, Mike, <laughs> just Daniel. a couple of lines here. Fill <laughs> the room. Let me introduce you to the new Joker. Ah! Ah! He's just screaming. Tommy Joker tape, day two, two kilo. What doesn't kill you make you stranger. <laughs> Joker. It's simple. We killed the Batman. <laughs> Batman? Have you ever danced with a devil in the pale moonlight? Did you? No, but I did. And I did like a devil. Okay. First of all, visually, yes, he looks terrifying. This is a scary looking Joker. But. All right, I just sent the link. <laughs> he sounds like a drunk European Joker. I don't know yeah. what you guys think. Could it work? He obviously is not I, trying. I feel like, could it work for what? What, do you, what are we asking here? In, in he? no way could this ever work in a film. <laughs> but it, it works for this. <laughs> little joke film it's amazing is it could he I mean, be it's crazy like, it's like enough scary to pull movie it off. style like if, yeah. if they're making another like scary movie with like oh my god if with, they do uh, a parody superheroes yes. Like, yes. yeah this is great if they do a parody he would be hilarious yeah he clearly doesn't try to like change his voice He's he just, looks kind of cool he but, like, looks that's so it. scary dude yeah he uh, looks fucking but, weird but uh wow that's just so cringe now, now let me go back to cosmic odyssey okay do what's cosmic this? odyssey no you don't never read this? I don't think I have. This was like um, the Avengers and the New Gods fucking oh, fighting the apocalypse. Ju Justice League and the New Gods. Rugby's yeah. drunk. He meant Justice League, not the Avengers. <laughs> I oh, meant it's the all Justice Mike Magnola. I kind of yeah, remember. This looks awesome. Dope. Cosmic Odyssey. I'm gonna have to read it yeah, again. It has as John Stewart in there. It's got Orion. It's got fucking Blue Beetle. It's fucking legit, dude. From 1989, written by Jim Starlin. Who is yeah, very dude. good. Check it out. Good pull, Rugs. Cosmic Odyssey. Everybody check it out. Also use but promo that's code like Nerd. New Gods. That's where at, I, that's a great uh, you know, New Gods. Shout out to Big Bard out there. There you go. 
Okay, so Tommy Wiseau is the Joker, not so much. Let's move on to some TV <laughs> news. Uh, I this like I totally forgot this totally, totally slipped my mind too. that Jessica Jones season two was released on International Women's Day. I completely had forgot. Let's, I saw it all. I was gonna say let's do it quick. So you saw it all. What did you? What about you, Ryan? Where you I at? finished it last night. Finally. Okay, I'm seven episodes in. So oh yeah, finished. Okay. Yeah. Now let me ask you, like, do you like it so far? Since you're like not all the way through me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my first thought is I, it's n- not nearly as good as the first season. No. You're correct, and I and the although it is getting a bit more interesting, the there's nothing. That, I mean, they, they Kilgrave is is the most interesting thing they've ever done, and, and they they they're not even close to it right now. I will say the back half gets slightly more interesting, but the, I mean it it, it it's. You won't, <laughs> I'm not I'm not captivated like I was. I'm for not the first shitting season. on this show because I'll tell you something about it. Like for a show that has no action in it. It's interesting. It's still pretty riveting. Like it's like one of those things that they've managed without any action to keep it interesting. I will say, Chris, Kristen Ritter is amazing in this. She, she's her she kills this is role. Great, yeah, but the thing is, is just there's. You want to watch a fucking comic book story? You want to see some shit happen? And you know what? It it is more comic booky than the first season, but still. Kind of uh, lacks a little bit of only the action. In, in name only, Imran. You're giving it way too much credit. It's it's like there's really no act. Nothing happens. No, in I'm this talking whole about some of the, the twists and the new characters they introduce. Yeah, like it gets a little the, comic yeah, book. Yeah, the subplots yeah. and some of the shit like that is is comic booky, but um, it puts it in the more comic booky uh, theater. Yeah, but at the same time. I mean, it's like, good, it's, but it's, it's all not, inferred. Yeah, it's not yeah. actually on screen. Right. Any of it's, this cool it's not shit. Not an action show for sure. Yeah, it's not. It is a. It's a tense like crime might noir. Be able to review pulp. it maybe next week. Maybe. Look, if you if you're done next week is our third year birthday show. Let's review Jessica Jones, oh, actually, and we'll do that too. I'll be in Arizona. Oh, you motherfucker! Oh, I won't be right. back till Saturday or Sunday. Wait, so you you're guys not going to be it. here for our third year birthday show, Anthony? Are you breaking breaking my heart? My I know. Well, fuck off then. We'll have be fun. I'm going to be in Scottsdale. I'm man. eating all your cake then. You know, there's going to be none you left. You can eat all my cake. Okay, I'll get good. pussy. Are <laughs> we having a lot of it? What is that? Those are your clips. That is 24 7 Spies, the Kulo Posse. And those that clips are Anthony for you, Anthony. Doing. He's going to Scottsdale, Arizona with his Kulo Posse. To- <laughs> Hunt down massive amounts of Kulo. Anytime Play it again, Imran. Anytime Anthony says pussy, you will hear this. Kulo. <laughs> or this. It's not the smell. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. We'll get to the fucking review when everyone gets back and gets together. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll give you a little bit in the post show tonight on Patreon. However, I feel Ruggs is going to be way too drunk to actually have any kind of lucid conversation by then. Moving on, Luke Cage season two date has been announced June twenty second. They put out a was short there, teaser. There was a trailer at the at the tail end of Jessica Jones for for uh, Luke Cage, right? Oh, oh, I did. No, I didn't watch the it, end. Was the, there? It was like the post credits. Yeah, I forgot to watch the post credit scene at the last episode. I'm gonna have to go you back. Suck, and do that. You, you do suck, Imran. I do suck. I remember hearing about that, and I totally forgot to watch it. There's a twenty second teaser where Luke Cage is pretty much just yelling at you, saying, "Hey, I'm Luke Cage. I'm coming back." You better be watching. Like, that's all. He's yelling at the viewer. It's hilarious. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, Moving on to some other Netflix news. Look, Netflix, 
Uh, they're blowing up, dude. They I saw this one thing where they, they want to make 700 new TV shows this year. Uh, they made <laughs> that deal with Mark Millar from Miller World. And now... They have made a deal with Rob Leefield for his extreme universe. Oh, yeah, this shit. is like this raises an eyebrow. I'm yeah. leaving this all to you. I Holy know shit. So, like, okay, here's the facts. Netflix, all I know is Rob Leefield's not yes. a great artist. <laughs> Netflix has made a seven figure rights deal for the extreme universe. Oh, and you know what? It's gonna cost them twice that much in money to buy all the fucking pouches they need to make shows on these characters. The extreme universe covers six comic books, encompassing more than fifty characters that include Brigade, Bloodstrike. How come Young Blood isn't mentioned? Young Blood, Blood Wolf, Kaboom, Reject, Cybrid. Here's what I'm gonna tell you right now. But you never, I've never put, read you, any of these. You never put Young Blood in this. Thing here. I copied that from the article that did so not you mention think that Young, Young Blood. Blood is not y- Young Blood I is not Young mentioned. Blood is Image. Yeah, isn't that Image? Or but the Image is creator owned, so he would have taken Young Blood when he did Extreme. Yeah. So why is Young Blood like his biggest property? That's a good not point. That would be his biggest property. These are really weird. I've never read any like of these. Brigade is the second biggest. And okay. Blood Brigade, Strike is I like probably remember. third. Did you read the Extreme Universe books? I read everything. It was dog shit. But like <laughs> it was like. <laughs> It was just like you took X-Men and you took some other shit and then you just copied it and fucking well, look, let's took X-Men and like Fantastic Four and some other bullshit. And then you just threw them in a blender and that's what it look was. Man, this is how Lee Field creates a lot of his characters. Let's be clear. You can clearly see the Deadpool. All his characters are just influences. They all have of all pouches. Characters. They all have fangs and claws for some Combined reason. Combined together. So I don't know how original his shit is. He just rearranges things and gives them pouches and then gives them a different name. But Netflix just will throw money at anything? Is that is that what the lesson is in this? Jesus. They must have a lot of money. Youngblood at least has like name recognition, so I don't know why it's not the premier flagship title. That is surprising. That is surprising. So I'm dubious on that. And um I don't know. I wonder how high seven figures. Which is like uh an offshoot of Youngblood kind of type type thing where it's like a team of guys. Oh, that's a team. Blood strike. Blood strike is also a team of guys. Uh, I, I don't think anybody knows who any of these characters are, unless you were a hardcore comic books reader in the nineties. Yeah, it's just these fucking rip off characters that are just rip off of other characters. Uh, Kiva Goldsman is uh, overseeing all this. So, are you going to watch it? <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's like, <sighs> how far niche can you go? That's very nichey. Uh, <laughs> and that's shitty, good, apparently shitty nichey. Yeah. It depends on what they do with it. Yeah, I, I guess. Mean, you, I guess Layfield, if you get some good writers and they they work with it, Layfield was known for like a lot of cheesecake with a lot of chicks with their tits hanging out. Yeah, his writing so, was not the best. Also, no, his writing was horrible. Yes. But like he was known for like having chicks with like triple G's <laughs> and like waist that were yes. like thirteen inches. Yeah. So um, just unreal I don't know. If they could fucking pull that off. Uh, I might tune. <laughs> it's possible that in the hands of good writers, some of these fucking guys could they could there could be something there. This Google bl- Brigade, just just do that. Google Come on, Brigade, Brigade, Rob Layfield's Brigade. Brigade, Rob. That's I thought that was a dude, but it's a team you're telling it me. Yes. Oh, uh, I kind of remember this. Oh it's, yeah, I remember these people. No, you don't. I remember seeing like, name on one of these guys. Like oh, here's Bloodstrike. No, I don't know. His I, got, I, don't know. I got I got I got Mr. 
I got Mr. Sinister. No, I got a vision. I got vision. <laughs> There's in the a guy middle. that looks like vision. There's a guy that looks like Wolfsbane. There's a guy that looks like Aquaman. Uh, there's a, another person that looks like Wolfsbane. Uh, they all look like Wolfsbane. Okay, Brigade is like... Uh, there's a guy okay. that looks like Cable. You have a chick who's like half naked. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And then you got like this big Martian dude with big ears that, you know, that looks like kind of like a merman or oh, something. Oh, that's with, what like, that is. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And then you got like a little dude like Wolverine-ish, like a hairy, like short dude. And you like the thing is, this is like this bag. shit is so dated, though. It's the thing is, like in the time, this was this was exciting. It was different, and and you had to buy all of it because digital coloring had just started. So you didn't see books colored like this. They were using better paper. But looking at it now, like it's just fucking dated. Looking a little bit, I don't know. I don't know if you go back to this well. I don't know if it works outside of the nineties. I don't know what the current version of Brigade is. But I just remember the He's first still making issues. it. Mm. Is it's terrible. All right, last bit of news, uh, and then I got a little follow-up news uh, from uh, two episodes ago. But actually, this thing is really perfect considering Anthony. Tell the listener about doing the CrossFit Open uh, every year. You're in the middle of it now. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell them about that. But first, you got to go on Stitcher.com/slash/premium. Oh yeah, then what happens? Type in this fucking promo code called Nerd N E R D. Yeah, you're gonna get that shit for free. You get a free, free month of Stitcher Premium, and you can listen to Wolverine The Long Night. It's a fantastic audio drama. So Marvel's good. podcast. So good. Now tell us about the CrossFit Open. <laughs> <laughs> My soul is still intact. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, the CrossFit Open, what, is, yeah. what, what am I saying? You did uh, Diane today. I did. I fucked Diane. Yes. Uh, no, it's Diane just, fucked you up if today. You're a cross, it's a sucking douchey thing. It's, it's CrossFit. It's for douchebags like me. <laughs> And uh, right now we're in the middle of open season where we're doing these workouts every every week. We're throwing them online and we're basically killing ourselves. So it is. Uh, it's, yeah. a, it's a form of torture in a, in a cultish CrossFit it's a world. Form of torture. It's a it's the sport of com, um, competitive uh, weightlift. I don't know what the fuck it is. And strangely enough, listener, I used to be in and on Imran, this, and I Imran completely is actually know what he's talking about. One that did it prior to me when I, did. I first started suffering from feltyism. Yes. I had like a, you know, my back was degenerating. Yes. All right. And into cotton. Yes. So I had to go to like this physical therapist. <laughs> oh. Well, Everybody in that physical therapy group yeah. was from CrossFit. Oh. <laughs> Every fucking person that was there was, was oh, my shoulders fucked up. I hurt my myself at CrossFit. Up, my what fucking... you? I hurt myself at CrossFit. What happened yeah. to you? I hurt myself at CrossFit. Like two weeks ago when my coaches was like, hey, have you ever considered going to physical therapy? I'm like, what? <laughs> you, uh, Anthony's shoulder was clicking last week. It was when he would rotate his arms. I love. Yeah, you're gonna get some impingement at some point. So <laughs> the point of all this, Lister, is that uh, the guy who plays the Mountain from Game of Thrones, Hafor Bjornsson, just set the deadlift world record. He fucking you could. There's a video. He deadlifted one thousand forty one pounds. Oh shit! Like, so that means that he just picked it up off the ground. Like it was nothing. If you don't know what a deadlift is, it's basically uh, a bar, right. and you pick it up off the ground. Some people may not know what a deadlift is. You pick is. it up to your waist. Off I will the ground, put. Yeah. You have to watch this video. He does this. I do not know what a deadlift is. Some people. I did not know before I started fucking CrossFit Wait, a, a few years is ago. Up to your waist. See. Yeah. Rugs doesn't know. Not, not not up to your waist. Up to the length of your arms outstretched. That left is basically bottom. you crouch down, grab the bar, and then you just have to stand up. You stand up with yeah. With, yeah, with you're the making bar it sound like down. he's lifting up to his 
through no, the no, waist. That's but not true. 1, 000, no, but 1,000 yeah. pounds is quite and, impressive. And so there's a couple of interesting things here. Like he wraps his hands. He doesn't do the reverse grip, I noticed. He, and then he does do <laughs> oh, the God. grip. We're losing all of our listeners. <laughs> but you see the best. Okay. Well, does he wrap the... Can you wrap the bar? He wrapped the bar. He wrapped the strap around the bar. That makes okay. it slightly easier. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, and then that he shouldn't even be allowed. That, but for a thousand forty, I guess it's a little bit cheesy. But for a thousand, it would rip his arms right off. The thing I love about these heavy lifts is you see this fucking bar bending. Like I don't know what it is. Like it's so satisfying to see the bar bend when there's so much weight on it. It's amazing. Watch the yeah. video. Uh, and then in this article, I found this other video. <laughs> Apparently, a guy right before him. Yeah. While attempting a oh, 963 pound deadlift, started bleeding through his nose profusely. Oh, I, had, I had to stop watching that. Dude, there's photos of it. I didn't watch the video. It's Just bad. the photos alone. I was like, the oh, blood starts running out of his face. I'm like, I had to turn off. So yeah. imagine halfway. Th- it is just like the SNL skit where the guy rips his arms off in a deadlift. It's kind of that in real life. I was like, holy shit, that <laughs> well, happens. You know what happens a lot? Is that uh, if when people are trying to attempt like heavy lifts, yeah, they lose like consciousness. Oh yeah, I've, I've yeah. seen those where the guy will do a five hundred pound deadlift and then immediately yeah. just fall over and hit his yeah. head. Yeah, so like that happens a lot. The amount of you know what you're exerting in such a short amount of time, you don't think it's that I, much. I've seen. <laughs> I saw one guy. It's a video. He was cl- uh, clean and jerking, or he was cleaning yeah. weight basically pulling it up to his neck and he fucking he when he landed he hit like he hit an artery oh what and like it like cut off the blood to his brain so then he put down the way and fucking passed out and busted his face oh shit <laughs> oh, yeah Jesus. i've seen that happen in front of me <laughs> i don't know why i can't help but laugh <laughs> it sucks for the i've guy. seen that happen to a bunch of a lot of guys I bet, I bet even he will watch the video back and laugh at it be like that okay that's i was in a coma for four days but that's pretty fucking funny i gotta admit so uh, you know what this means nerds yes don't fucking lift weights just stay in your mom's basement. You'll get more I'm pussy that basement. way. Oh, but lifting weights is satisfying. You know what I you do miss do, it. You fucking nerds, is you stay inside and you have to go to stitcher.com slash premium and you have to yeah. go to nerd that promo Dang code nerd. and get that shit for free. Free and month. You yeah. lift weights. You can just jack off the Wolverine. You can pretend you. <laughs> I don't know if I want to jack off the Wolverine. <laughs> He's a sexy man. He I don't is. want to. I've basically <laughs> sold my soul at this point. I hope Stitcher appreciates all the business we'll be sending them. Oh, there's They're a lot be more on the of this phone to up. Anthony immediately. <laughs> Look, this is not how we want to promote this product. Don't worry, we have many weeks to keep promoting show after show. Let's just show. make it funny, and then no one will care. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Here's a bit of follow up from uh, two weeks ago, where uh, we talked about uh, Stanley's situation, and I had sourced an article from the DailyMail.uk, which caused David Malofsky, huge fail, Imran. David Malofsky from A Place to Hang Your Cape called me out saying, Imran, don't ever believe anything you read in the Daily Mail. Come on, use good sources. And now I uh, realize that it's their tabloid magazine. But, comma, there's some shit going on with Stan Lee. More reports have come out, not just from the Daily Mail, from the Daily Beast. Uh, uh, there was this long, I'll have this article, if you really want to know, it is a long and detailed article of uh, it's called Picked Apart by Vultures, The Last Days of Stan Lee. Let me just read you 
the uh, one paragraph that kind of explains the whole thing. Uh, it says, in seven months after the death of Joan, his wife of almost 70 years, beset with pneumonia, the apparent victim of gross financial malfeasance and surrounded by a panoply of Hollywood charlatans and mountebanks. I don't know what a mountebank is. Or That's a, a panoply. Oh, Panapoli. He's like a whole bunch of them. Oh. Uh, he may be facing his greatest challenge, every bit the equal of any of the psychologically flawed superheroes he helps shepherd into being. According to one insider with working knowledge of Lee's current situation, it's a real fucking mess over there. I think his money will be gone in a few weeks. Stan Where and his daughter. Where the fuck is his kid in, in, in this? No, he had the only living relative. It says Stan and his daughter, JC, are literally being a, picked apart by vultures. I think he only, I don't yeah, think, but doesn't he? This woman is like, she should be fucking championing his dad. She should be defending this this dude. Like, that's what you have kids for. She's 67. She is the sole heir to his estate. But well, she's, not an, she's still not an idiot. She should yeah. be able to fight this battle. Uh, there's reports of like he's locked in and the people like he doesn't trust anyone. Anyone. He's changed the locks. He did fire his his bodyguard, and there's uh, that the money is missing. Oh my god! This article lists so many things: checks made out to properties in his name that he didn't buy uh, between managers and agents and bodyguards. It sounds like a horrible, horrible. Oh yeah, mess. this vultures start circling, and they're trying to get every penny. And the problem like, this happens all the time. What they fear is once Stan dies, his his daughter will be almost homeless. She may not have anything. Thing at all. Well, that's his fucking fault. <laughs> He's 95, Rugs. Cut him some slack. I'm sorry, Stanley. Oh, all right, Rugs is getting drunk dude, and getting I, honest. I love it. I like Rugs. It's his fucking rugs. fault. If you're a parent and you have a daughter, you gotta fucking make an ironclad shit that no one can fucking touch. You should be like, everybody can suck my dick. Look, Literally it, and figuratively. Possible he may have trusted these people at one point and they no, just... No, you can't trust anybody. Put, that's dumb. Like I don't know. Somebody's got to take care of, and somebody's got to take care of him and his business uh, accounts. What kind of? Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't get. You, I can't believe that you this don't, happened. You leave your kid with nothing. It, but it's not him. It's all the people fucking taking shit like yeah. right out of forging checks and shit. Forging checks. Yeah, there's forging yeah, checks. Fleecing stories. them there's for money. Tons. I mean, I think people steal money. Yes, yes but he's yes. got to like do something about it. Like his daughter's got to should have been involved. Seems like he's got he's he's made a lot of bad mistakes with the people he surrounded Dude, himself so with. One 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 of his associates uh, was part of this uh, business called Hands of Respect, and they were pulling themselves off as a charity, a not for profit charity. Wherever Stan would go, they would go with him. Hammer pulled you off. And, oh, they will pull you up. Oh, your hammer pulled you up. Uh, but they would take money and say it was for charity. And when this guy pressed them, what charity is it going for? They stopped, they stopped calling him. And it's actually a for-profit company. It's a bullshit story charity. They were taking money from people. It wasn't going to charity. It was going to their pockets. Uh, there's so much fucked up shit in this article. I highly recommend you read it. It's really people long and in-depth. And it's just sad that Stan, this but is happening to Stan. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Stan. Doesn't Stanley understand that people are fucking scumbags and he's got to fucking protect himself? And I know. And like, I think at what point in time, like he's fucked over so many people, like Jack Kirby. Because, you know, like, he knows. God damn that it! There's fucking Jack. snakes everywhere. Yeah, yeah. He's one of them. Well, is this so, the chickens coming home to roost then? Well, karma. Is it maybe karma? That could be true. It, uh, but like at the same time, you should know better. Karma's it's, bullshit. It, it sounds karma, like karma only exists when it's convenient for someone to say karma. That's true. It's not I think real, about yeah. all the people that thing. Stanley is fucked over for like rights and shit. So it sounds like, like he should know the laws. It sounds like he has no one he can trust around him anymore. 
and and yeah, and, and, and that's problematic. Like like uh, there's a oh. bleeding cool article where comic book writers and artists were uh, reaching out and saying we need to help stand. Like I think the industry those those people in the industry gotta come in and back them up and figure this shit out. He's old. He's, he's old. He's old. Shit, and he's look. I just made feel mistakes. like look if if Stanley built up this in empire. He should be able to pass it down to like his progeny. Definitely should, and be. they should be able to like foster, you know, a good life and, and reap the benefits of all the accomplishments of of who came before them. And I think that that's bullshit that that someone's fucking fleecing him. People but have been stealing. At the from same him. time, I feel like that. Look, man, you know that like he's been in business forever. Yeah, you think he, he should have know made? Who to he should have made yeah, like yeah. some kind of uh, assurances that this wasn't going to happen. A to contingency him. plan. Yeah. Damn it, I Jack. Had, I don't have shit, but if I had shit, I would make sure. <laughs> Man, poor Stan, I hope this shit works out and he beats your pneumonia. All right, let's get to some feedback. Yeah, we have a lot of it, so run through We have this. a lot of it. That uh, that little brief discussion we had two weeks ago about rappers turning actors, remember that? Yeah. Uh, that caused a heated thread, starting with... Uh, my man, Jamie Robinson, listener, Mr. Throwback Thursday himself on the Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast, a man that knows his old school hip hop. Here's what he wrote. Okay, you guys woke the beast. Top three rappers as actors in order. Number three, Latifah. Number two, Tupac. Number one, Will Smith. You are not allowed to question my choices because I am the resident classic hip hop expert. Enjoy your day. Talking nerd. Comment? Yeah, I can comment. Uh... <laughs> Not not a bad list, but like I don't agree with you. 100%. Tupac, to his credit, was in six movies, but okay. like Latifah and Will Smith kind of had the same career. You know, rapper, TV show star, but movie like, star. No matter how many movies Tupac was in, you don't think of him as an actor. He was first. good in like Juice. You believed him in his roles, like what little roles he had. Yeah, but do you think of Tupac as no. an actor? No, that's why it's rapper like turns does, actor. That's what we're talking does about. Does he like leave a lasting impression as you? Uh, like from, no, from he, like he, he, his legacy is the, uh, the Joe Saint, his music. Joe yeah. Saint John threw in. What about Donald Glover? To which there was a little dispute. I think Glover was an actor first, and then a rapper. No, I think he was a rapper first. Mm, I don't know. He was an unsuccessful rapper. Unsuccessful rapper. He was also, yes. He always rapped. But he was like I doing sketch comedy shit before he He was did, doing everything to uh, try and get noticed. Maybe it's the same time. All right. It's still d- disputable. Yeah. Glenn Smith. Here's his list. Mark Wahlberg, one. Will Smith, two. Three. Donald Glover. I think, I he's, I think he's trolling. Okay, he's trolling. John Bellotti Jr. leaves the <laughs> list. Uh, one, Scott Eastwood. Two, Blythe Danner. Three, Stalker Channing. Uh, this is the one time I will not listen to John Bellotti I don't Jr. think Bellotti knew what we were listing. He may have been slightly. Nah, he doesn't confused. give a fuck. He doesn't care about rap. <laughs> Chris Marin. Chris Marin chimes in with his list. Marky Mark, Will Smith, Eminem, quality, not quantity. Ice Cube for close fourth for Boys in the Hood and Three Kings. Why Why are people bringing in Mark Wahlberg? Uh, no, like, I don't. I, I, think the, uh, I think they're talking about the actors now. Yeah, I mean, he's a good, Mark, he's a better actor than a rapper. He's way better actor, but, so, but, not a great, but not a great actor either, really. No. Yeah. Look, Will Smith is the best. Will Smith, Will I Smith think, is number one. Most successful. I think that can be agreed across uh, the board. He's been in Oscar nominated yeah. Yeah. shit. Played Muhammad Ali and shit. Come yeah, on. Yeah, like. He's good. He, you know, 
shepherded action movies. He's he, good in dramatic know. roles like yeah. Happiness, where he was like, and his son was Will, in there. Will Smith, for as much hate as he got with like the rapping for not swearing, is is charismatic as fuck. But really, but clever. he's still a rapper, dude. Like, and, we knew about him from rapping yeah. first, and then every, he was like not just a rapper that he was like a, everybody knew who Will Smith was yeah. from rapping. He knew his brand early on and like built his brand. Yeah. And man, his first album when he was like eighteen, like really clever, funny fucking lyrics, really and really good music, good beats by Jazzy Jeff. Like, I loved uh, uh, his first couple albums. Very good. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Now we get into responses from our What the Fuck Happened episode. Howard the Duck. Oh, boy, we got a lot of responses. And uh, and first of all, we got to the point where Leah Thompson discovers a condom in a Howard's wallet. What the fuck? And then we didn't know if ducks have penises. And our resident podcast science advisor to the rescue, Adam Morris, does help us out. He says, yes, boys. Ducks do have an undercarriage, corkscrew shaped, no less. Oh, shit. I remember that from biology, but Googling it revealed some frightening pics and some very gross questions of how things would work in Howard the Duck, FYI. So, Ruggs, the, the condom, he can't use it. It should be a, mm. needs to be a corkscrew condom. Mm. Uh, that would have been funny if they had that. <laughs> if it was a corkscrew. They did it. So, we had dedicated that show to Bonner Demling, a lovely listener and Patreon supporter, because she picked the movie. And she responds, I'm very grateful and just as sorry uh, to put Del Howard through that. Mark Russell says, I'd love to see a What the Fuck Happened episode on Steel, Transformers, and The Last Airbender. Not, yeah. not bad picks. Adam Morris, once again, writes, pretty great episodes, my friends, another part of my childhood. I was six. That made me laugh at the time. But wow, just wow. Everyone choose every bit of scenery to pieces. The endless glider chases gold. Very strange interspecies love moments. I am now convinced I need a motorized science cart with a neutron disintegrator. Imran, that song will be stuck in my head for days now. Thanks. I have a feeling that this show was only good for people who saw this in the 80s. Like only old fucks Possibly, would be into this uh, show. But I played a little dirty trick and I wanted to get a song stuck in the listener's head. And it sounded like I did because Jimmy Graben writes, dude, that damn song has been stuck in my head for two days. Ray O'Neill, Ray O'Neill, you're a fucker, Imran. I've had the Howard the Duck theme song stuck in my head for like three days now. Uh, Anthony, did you listen to last week's show? Fuck no. no. Also, you haven't heard this sound clip. No. Oh, you know, and right about now, everyone's forgotten about it. I'm not going to play it. I won't torture people. Should I play it? You want to hear it? I don't care. Will, will it get stuck in your head? Just play you it or not. Try to get that out of your head. Alex right. Dusso said, listening to this past week's podcast, here's a great what the fuck movie recommendation. Garbage Pale Kids movie. No. From 1987. I'm saying no, sir. <laughs> no? Why not? Why not? Because, like, I don't, I haven't even seen this movie. I, 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 I saw it once. I don't remember it at all. So I, I don't uh, really care. Okay. Mike Sangregorio writes, I freaking love the show, and I'm so glad that What the Fuck Happened segment as a return. Great job once again. Del Hauer, you sexy ginger beast. Uh, I like that. And then, you guys, we made someone sad a little bit. Yeah, because this this episode probably like, oh, I have to listen to Jock and everybody. I listen to fucking Howard the Duck. Seth Morgan writes, this is the first JNN episode that actually depressed me a little. You mean uh, you haven't seen, listened to the <laughs> Spider-Man episode that me and Ron did? I no, never okay. saw the movie just because I knew it would suck. Fast forward to this past Sunday where I was treated, question mark, to an almost shot-by-shot breakdown of said movie. And wow, 
it was hard. On one hand, I was validated for having the good taste to not ever have seen it. But on the other hand, I felt like I was forced to marinate in the awfulness of it. No hate to the boys. I suppose it had to be done. It just wasn't pretty. However, my silver lining takeaway after this was that had this piece of garbage actually turned a profit, it's possible Marvel would have been encouraged to start pushing out other projects that they weren't ready to roll out yet for a multitude of reasons. So it kind of spared us all in a very real way from having to sit through a 1990 version of, say, Iron Man. Let's count our nerdy blessings. Look, sometimes the what the fuck happens aren't pretty, man. It's a tough job. You got to get through it. That's the point. Ah, uh, yeah. The point of the series. I am drowning here. If I hadn't seen it, I would. If I hadn't already seen it and known that Leah Thompson was in it half naked or whatever, I wouldn't have watched. Anthony, are you in a, a pool? Are you in a kiddie pool? In a quicksand? I got. I got. I've got nothing. <laughs> nothing to you. Sh- okay, never mind, Blake. So, if you guys want to suggest a movie, Blake Braden created a poll on our group page, and you can add your own movie. And there's a bunch of crazy movies out there. I don't want to be your puppet. Oh wait, I am. <laughs> You're my puppet. Um, okay. Uh, Jimmy Graven writes in with an early happy anniversary. So nice. I love Jimmy the Geek. He says, Imran, Anthony, and Ruggs, congratulations on reaching the three-year mark, boys. I'm wishing you congratulations despite you sticking that fucking Howard the Duck theme song in my head. Anyways, I'm proud to say I contributed by coining the term Jock and Nerd Nation. Yes, you did. Thanks for your dedication to putting out a show every week. That's a lot of work to put out an episode each week despite holidays, vacations, etc. Oh, wait. Anthony misses shows quite often. So never mind. <laughs> I'm sure your guys' hard work will continue to pay off as the show continues to grow and get bigger. Appreciate <laughs> appreciate the fun and entertainment you provide me each week. And I know others feel the same way. Congrats again, guys. Jimmy the Geek. I love Jimmy the Geek. Thanks, Thank you. James the fucking nerd. James the nerd. Speaking of nerds, if you go to uh, <laughs> stitcher.com slash premium, you type in nerd. You get some free, free premium month of, shit. You can listen to Wolverine the Long Night. Two episodes out now. New episode every yeah. Monday. Yeah. It's fantastic. And guys, to finish up the show, we have an actual voicemail. No, oh, play it out. That came in on the voicemail line. Oh, fuck. You guys, <laughs> you guys Anthony, that's not so excited. You guys ready? <laughs> Here it is. What's up, guys? This is Chris from More Gooder Than. I have a question. What sport would Batman play if Batman would play a sport? Good luck. Good question. Uh, thank you, Chris, from the More Gooder Than podcast. Is hide the salami an option? <laughs> <laughs> now, Bruce Wayne plays sports, but uh, you don't think about Batman. But if he plays rugby? I, r- rugby. rugby? I like, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, w- I would think the cape would get in the way. Like, what could you play? Where the cape wouldn't get in the way. Also, I tennis. I think Batman would want a relaxing sport after Batmaning all day. Like he wants to like just play like cornhole or badminton. Yeah, like, I was going to go badminton. <laughs> right. Yeah. A little. What about ice luging? <laughs> I could see him like uh, what is that board that game uh, curling? I could see him doing that. Oh, he could be curling. A little curling. Where's yeah. the cornhole tournament? I, I, who knows? I brought my own bags. Good question. But yes, <laughs> that's the, that's I don't know the, the the sport. What's an actual sport that Batman like? He'd kick ass in like ultimate fighting, obviously. Right. He'd kick ass like any combat sport, but what, yeah, strategically, what would he? What, be what, good? What, he's smart too. Would he play golf? I can't find my shuttlecock. I'm sure he would play golf. <laughs> yeah, he would definitely patient. kill it in golf. Yeah. I think the cape gets nope, in the way. No 
reservations about He would golf. play an individual sport that has a ton of fucking patience and strategy. Not, so, so not golf. like football or anything. No, he, he couldn't deal with team. He doesn't play well with others. Yeah, he oh, has to be true. A, it's a, a solo tennis sport. Would yes. be like a game, a solo game, <laughs> yeah. where he would just him against the other guy. In your I face, Navratilova. Yeah. <laughs> all right, those are all good guesses. Because yeah. you would think he needs to relax at some point. He just doesn't want to play with other people. Yeah, he's no, he's like, people. fuck that. He's like, I'll play table tennis against the like wall. If he like was a, on a baseball team, he'd be the pitcher. He's running this shit. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, well, that's all we got, Rugs. Where can they find your drunk ass? Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at ReallyRugBoy, where I'm mystified that Chris Brown still has not been uh, mentioned in this Me Too movie. <laughs> right Follow Rugs for puppet propaganda. Make puppets great again. Yes. Anthony, what should the listener do? Uh, they should stop listening to the show. <laughs> but, and right after you stop listening. But after you do that, uh, you go on to this website called Stitcher. <laughs> type in stitcher.com. You hit backslash yeah. premium. Type yeah. that in. Hit the enter button. And then you're going to get a little promo code at, at prompt. And you're going to type in nerd so you can get this Stitcher premium shit for free. One I predict month. multiple emails and complaints about these plugs. <laughs> Don't say we never gave you anything, listener. From just for you, listener. That promo code is just for you. Get a free month. Listen to Wolverine the Long Night. If uh, for what any reason that I need someone to talk about the show with, because I'm I'm listening to the show. I like it. There's an after show. It's a lot of fun. But I want someone else to listen to the show so we can discuss it. Uh, it's pretty good. Of course, as always, uh, subscribe to the show. Visit jockandnerd.com/shop. Buy some merch. And tell a friend. Post, you know, you are our audience listener, but you have an audience. It's your network of people, your followers on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Tell a friend, spread this out to your audience, increase the signal to noise ratio. I don't know what that means, but thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Abron. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. And he's the nerd. I'm the Nid, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs> Rugboy has requested that we end the show on this song. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a little number I tossed off recently in the Caribbean. Isn't it awfully nice to have a penis? <laughs> Isn't it frightfully good to have a dong? It's swell to have a stiffy. It's divine to own a dick. From the tiniest little tadger to the world's biggest prick. So three cheers for your Willie or John Thomas. Hooray for your one-eyed trouser snake. Your piece of pork, your wife's best friend, your Percy or your cock. You can wrap it up in ribbons, you can slip it in your sock. But don't take it out in public or they will stick you in the dock. And you won't come back. Oh, thank you very much. There you go. <laughs>